It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. In the house, cause don't nobody wanna get the slack. <laughs> Motherfucker, this could be distance. I already got my tickets refunded for all the festivals. So best believe I ain't gonna be spending my time next to you. Yeah, Florida on the beach, like it's fake, bitch. What? But I'm not pumping gas without latex gloves. I'm walking out of Walmart in a hazmat suit with enough food to avoid you to 2022. Yo, this isn't what I thought it'd be. You call it quarantine. It's just a day in the office to make a songs for me. Isolating, keep myself away from people like shit. I've been training my whole life for this. It's pretty dope, cause I don't got no show to promote i go to my studio i go home i hold the remote i'm about to watch every movie in the netflix show and just chill and watch the next episode lately i've been cooped up chilling in the same damn building and i think i'm about to lose my mind i wrote a song Hot the loogie hit the bone watch a movie and it barely even passed the time feeling like i need to break out break out some take out take out Got the mic in and then rock a show but here we go and then again probably not because if i leave this spot i can kill like every grandma i know i guess i'm staying cooped yeah. up see i've been chilling in the house a couple days then Start to blend into each other And I'm sick of playing the same old game I probably need to go and shower shit and shave I call up Dave like Hey Dave, you got some toilet paper? Me and Spose about to shit on all these rappers later Then go skate in the kitchen and drink some Jaeger Then I dress up like a zombie and scare the shit out my neighbors I can't even watch the Celtics help my dome cool down I can't drive to Dunkin' Donuts My kids homeschooled now They're always on the couch freaking living it up You put on Frozen 2 again I'm gonna cancel Disney Plus Face around my yard like I swear it hasn't got to me Raked every leaf and far reaches of my property Checked on my economy I'm Going into debt, I make too much off rap to get the stimulus check. I'm like, damn, I watched every Marvel movie that's out. Like, yo, I scroll through every twerk video on the gram. My mailman ring my doorbell. I'm like, no, leave it on the porch. This shit's lately I've been cooped up, chilling in the same damn building, and I think I'm about to lose my mind. I wrote a song, hot the loogie, hit the bone, watch a movie, and it barely even passed the time. Feeling like I need to break out, break out, so take out, take out, the mic and then rock a show. Like here we go, but then again, probably not. Cause if I leave this spot. Got a COVID test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent broke as fuck from this healthcare. I'm well aware I'm self-employed and uninsured, but go ahead, give it to the rich people first. When the CEOs fail, they get bailouts. When we fail, overdraft fees in the mail. Now you bastards better flatten the curve. I'll have to be wrapped in bubble wrap. We're back in action, passing new merch. We're fucked. The fate of the world is resting firm in the palm of our hands, but we ain't watched them since the last pandemic. Damn. And we got Trump in the office that keeps on talking, but this dude is about as useful as the legs of Lieutenant Dan with the brains of. Ichabod Crane, we'd be better off with Joe Exotic holding the reins to fight against the virus in this new world war. They got me paying 20 bucks to rent the Trolls World Tour. So put away the books, man. We ain't reading them. Like, hey, yo, Pornhub. We want premium. 
Cause I don't know how long this shit is gonna continue And I need to find something to clean with all this tissue 30 tissues later, shit is miserable, bro My Uncle Larry, he had told me it's a liberal hoax Now Larry's out and critical, the hospital's packed I'm on my last box of pasta and I think I finally Lately lost it I've been cooped up, chilling in the same damn building And I think I finally lost my mind I wrote a song, pop the boogie, hit the bone, watch a movie, and it barely even passed the time. Feeling like I need to break out, break out, some take out, take out, cut the mic in and, and then rock the show. Like here we go, but then again, probably not. Cause if I leave this spot, that could be the end of Echo Exposed, so we just stay cooped up. For every endeavor, a shout out to Julius Irving. One of the legends I worship. Muhammad Ali put to work, and he was the champ, the greatest. He earned it. I love that you think that I'm perfect, but I had plenty of mistakes and burdens. My grandmama thought I was worth it. She always guided me when I was searching. I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her. I wouldn't be Willie. I couldn't be me if there wasn't no Eddie. I wouldn't be Will if I wasn't from Philly. Ain't nothing much that you really can tell me. Willie been cold since Benny and Jerry. Must have forgot that I really get busy. They done forgot who invented get jiggy. Hey. Streaming sales way before all the iTunes and the fans had to get CDs still. Hey. 60 million records sold, I was on fire. I ain't even need a grill. Did it all with no cuss words. I ain't had to curse just to keep it real. Me and Jazz in the late 80s, writing rhymes, make tapes daily. Fresh Prince make the babes crazy. Rest in peace to James Avery. Even when the streets call me corny, I still ain't never let the hate break me. I just wanted the respect first. I still ain't never letting fame change me. New me, but I'm old school. Big Willie on the Pro Tour. Still fresh and I'm so smooth. I still got on my old shoes. I give Jada 1,000 kisses. Ain't nothing changed since so too. Martin Lawrence get a rose too. He a legend and a goat too. Man, I love how you break the rules. Pushing limits and you make it cool. Join a Lucas wasn't made to lose. You a legend and a making too. What a beauty. My life's a movie. I swear I'm only on take two. All my kids turned out great and I know your son gonna be great too. Brick by brick. Brick, by brick. Building a wall that no one could break. Flip by flip. Glad I could help so you could be straight And life's a trip, but who could relate? The legends are gone, but it ain't too late To give them a rose and carry the grace Cause not every hero is wearing a cape I'm feeling like Will I feel like a prince, I'm feeling myself I'm loaded with bills Cause I was blessed with no Uncle Phil Don't know how it feels I wanted to flex, they told me to chill I'm making a flip My life is a flick
the same. You see my name in the Hall of Fame. I fuck ups who fucked up from getting too fucked up. From living through tough luck since I was a young buck. I got it the fuck together, but still ain't been drunk free for more than a week since 03. Damn. I used to drink a lot. So many pills I pop, yeah. Thinking back on those nights. How many I've forgotten is the story. Binge on the Xanax White powder looking like anthrax Off the drugs, I'm a menace I just whipped it up like a chemist How many pills you pop, how many seals you crack It was just lust at first, then I got real attached Nigga, way too deep, I couldn't reel it back I lost some friends from this, I gotta deal with that Describe that, he says he's young and I'm immune to it Landmines in my damn mind, trying to move through it I lost a homie, I ain't cried, just booze through it Think my lifestyle easy, pussy used to fucked up, I fucked up from being too fucked up Thinking about me on some selfish shit Yeah. I used to drink a lot, so many pills I pump, yeah, thinking back on those nights, how many I've forgotten, it's the story of my life, it's the story of my life. I bump from those lines of the best cocaina, down in Miami while shooting tequila, to ecstasy popping that Pasha in college while dropping these dollars on bottles, my God, I was crazy, shit, maybe I'm out of my sanity, spent too much time in the There's a lack of it Shit, I thought I seen the last of it Really, I can't even seem to keep track of it Shit, my ADD ain't even a half of it Sipping wine at the last supper Drunk with a benzo buzz Bong with an endo bud Shit, so what? Yeah, I got problems Everybody got them Bitch, don't judge I used to drink a lot So many pills I pop, yeah Get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You probably know the feeling, sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Oh, 
on a 50 yard line while the dirty birds kick the tree. And if you like it in the club, we can do it in the DJ booth or in the back of the VIP. Whipped cream with cherries and strawberries on top, lick it, don't stop. Keep the dough lock, don't knock while the boat rock. We go bots and robots, so they gotta wait till the show stops. Or how out on the beach with black sand? Lick up your thigh and call me the Pac Man. Table top, but just give me the lap dance. The rock to the park to the point to the flat land. That man ain't ludicrous. Woo! In the public bathroom or in the back of the classroom. However you want it, lover lover gon' tap that ass. Get a tight grip and I grasp them. I flash them and I'll last them. And if it ain't good, then I trash them. Why you stash them? I let them free and they tell me what's they fantasy. Like up on the roof, roof. Tell your boyfriend not to be mad at me. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the, down to the, to the floor. And I wanna, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave. But I gotta lick, 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 know what your fantasy. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna I wanna get you in the bathtub with the candles lit. You give it up till they go out. Or we can do it on stage at the ludicrous concert. Cause you know it got sold out. The red carpet dick, it just rolled out. Go ahead and scream, you can't hold out. We can do it in the pouring rain. Running the train when it's hot or when it's cold out. How about up in the library on top of books? But you can't be too loud. You wanna make a brother beg for it? Give me TLC, cause you know I be too proud. We can do it in the White House. Try to make them turn the lights out. Campaign with my campaign. Let me do the damn thing. What's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Oh, the sign of jacuzzi in the back row at the movie. You can scratch my back and rule me. You can push me and just pull me. On hay in the middle of the barn. The rose petals on the still seat. Uh, eating fresh fruit. Sweep your woman right off of her feet. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the, down to the, to the floor. And I wanna, you make it so good, I don't wanna leave. But I gotta lick, 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 know what what's your fantasy. Lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. When I wanna, ah, ah, you make it so good. I don't wanna leave, but I gotta lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy? I wanna get you in the back seat, windows up. That's the way you like the fuck. Clogged up, fog alert. Rip the pants and rip the shirt. Rough sex, make it hurt. In the garden, all in the dirt. Roll them brown, roll them brown. That's the way that I like it. Twerk, legs jerk, overwork. Underpaid, but don't be afraid. Top of my escalade. Maybe your girl and my friend can trade. Tag team off the road. On the ocean or in the boat. Factories are all unexposed. What about up in a candy store? That chocolate, chocolate, make it melt. Whipped and chained, handcuffs. Smack a little booty up with my belt. Scream help. Play my game. Dracula, man, I'll get my fame. Horseback and I'll get my reign. Full teacher, let me get my reign. Lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the, down to the, to the floor. And I wanna.
Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? 
Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections with monthly, annual, and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
We had to pause a conversation. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Because it was too good not to share with you guys. So it's what true. up is everybody? It's Monday. We're having a good old time behind the scenes here. Welcome to Replicon Radio. Welcome. Welcome. Let's welcome. get ready to Replicon. That's right. Yes. Whoop, whoop. We got whoop, a killer whoop. show for y'all tonight. You don't it's, even know. It's going to be good, man. Juggalo Championship Wrestling Title. Yeah. He held two titles, I think. He was the champ and he was the tag team champ once with two tough toes. Mm-hmm. And many others. But yeah, Mr. Fucking Madman Pondo! That's right. Yo! That's not him on the phone. That's Dead Body Man. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. But, uh, for everybody I'm, I'm too in, tough, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not quite tough enough, Tony. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Slightly okay, so, Tony. So yeah, so we I'm, were slight, a, I'm slightly softer, tough Tony. There you go. <laughs> so we were having a conversation off air behind the scenes here. Yeah. So um, anybody, everybody on YouTube, did you don't hear the music? So make sure you guys go check out the replay, so you can hear the fresh playlist that play on Replicon Radio every week. Um, but everybody listening at replicanradio.com and the replays on Spotify and iTunes and Google Podcasts and all the other places you can find podcasts. Just search Replicon Radio. You get to hear the music. And that's right. The song that played right before you heard the intro music start was from Gray Days, which is y'all uh, don't even know who that is, but we're gonna tell you here in a second. So everybody know. Well, now I assume most people know who Chester Bennington is. Uh, rest in peace. I would hope he was one of the singers from Lincoln Park. Um. But long story short, I don't know the full story, but I watched like a mini documentary about it and shit. But his first band, or one of his first bands, was called Gray Days, and it was with a bunch of his friends, yada yada yada. And then I don't know, I don't know the story of why they didn't come to be, but he ended up joining Lincoln Park. I think they were called uh, Hybrid Theory or maybe Zero at the time, something like that. Lincoln Park. Well, they had a, they had a couple <laughs> names prior right. as the band, but they eventually changed their name. But. uh so then, obviously, they went on, like, their debut album was Hybrid Theory, which was huge. Like, one of the, probably one of my favorite albums ever. Like, it's a right. fantastic album. It's a and damn then, good album. And then they had just ridiculous success after that. Like, fucking stadiums, arenas, like, crazy. Um, so, anyway, prior to his passing, um, he had, I don't know the whole story, but he wanted to, He you know, people reminisce, they go back, and he wanted to go back. And he, he hooked up with all his old friends. Was like, "Hey, man, let's do this. Let's uh, do something different." And it seemed like he was kind of, kind of along the conversation we were having. He was doing some. Other, at one time, he was the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he, so you know, people after such, you know, I mean, you want to do different stuff. So he was like, "Hey, let's actually do it. Let's do what we did before. Let's bring back Gray Days. We had some good songs. Let's you know redo them or figure out what we can do." And they started working on it, and then he passed. But then the guys who were doing it. And apparently there was some controversy about this. Like, people didn't want him to do it. They thought they were just trying to make money off Chester's death. But then, like, his wife was like, no, this is what he wanted. 
He, yep. This was his thing. He wanted to do this. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the proceeds or whatever with the cherry, but there's four songs out now. And that was one of them. I think it's really good so far. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Chester singing and stuff. But then Tony proposed a question, and I thought it was a really good conversation. So we And the question stopped. said yes. So we stopped oh, well, and we started well, the show because we want to talk about with you guys. Well, because I, I was thinking about that, and it got me thinking about all the other bands, you know. Uh, like the lead singer Slipknot doing Stone Sour, and then you know Chester doing on, uh, his multiple. They don't know the his question. Multiple. So the question the was: what? Is when somebody goes off from one band and to another band, how do they not keep the same sound? Well, as uh, as an outsider that you know, thinking about artists, like you have such a massive sound. Like like Lincoln Park, how do you not carry that over into a different band? Like how do you like? Oh, that's just Chester doing it. You know, it's more Lincoln Park under a different name. Like I, yeah. I, I don't understand how they compartmentalize I, I that part like, of their brain. I feel like a lot. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of there's some people like Chester's very distinct. Like even like if I mean, a lot of people probably could tell that's Chester, and it's honestly not. It's not that much different. The music's different. I think I think there's different. Um... Oh God, who are you? Well, I mean, with the Lincoln Park thing, if you said that was like the earlier Lincoln Park, I, I don't know the different band well, that members was right or anything before like he passed that. Away. Yeah, that was. What, that was, was, was it was the first uh, Lincoln Park? The Gray Days? Like, uh, was it oh. different band members, or was it the same ones that were in Lincoln? Gray Park? Days was a different, different. T- completely different band. That's what I'm saying. You got that what? was like it was like uh, that was like. Uh, I don't, I don't know 100%, but I'm saying, like, uh, that was, like, his, uh, um, like, his local band. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you got, like, you got different people, like, if you got one guitarist playing one thing, and you're in a band with another, with a totally different guitarist, well, they got two different mindsets, so you're gonna have two different sounds. But it is kind of hard. Like, if you're a fan, say, like, these guys, like, they started a garage band and one of them blows up with a different band and then you start listening to that band, you like them, and then all of a sudden one of your guys comes back to the band and wants to start them up. But how, yeah, how do you, like, dude, like, I love Linkin Park. How do I not sound like Linkin Park when we're trying to start this back up again? I, You know, that's a great question. Yeah, because like you've already got this 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 formula that has worked, and it's like this is awesome, and we rocked out, we did this, this, this is the sound we did, and now you got to completely flip it and do something totally different to not sound like that. Like I that. mean, how powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away, connecting to remote operating room, giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. In all honesty, though, like anybody who plays an instrument, they have their own sound. 
They, that's just something that they they created as learning how to play. They every no no two people sound sound the same. Even when you're like trying to do a cover song, it never sounds 100 percent right on key. It, there's always a little bit of differences, and that's yeah. just because of the style, the different styles between the musician. I don't know about you, but Clavis sounds exactly like Elvis to me, so I don't know about this whole cover shit. You know, I thought the same thing, and then I was listening to a little bit of Elvis today, and I was like, he doesn't sound, like he does, he sounds close, <laughs> but he, you can definitely, I can tell the difference between the two. He sounds like the stereotypical Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alright, sorry, I, uh, I, got, I got quiet for a second. Our, uh, our guest is really hyped to come on the show, and uh, was, I, thought, I thought it wasn't so late. Well, plans changed but uh I mean, we, he was really he's really excited so that's why the phone was beeping because well he's in a different time zone too all right so does, um, ah, but no we're good it. uh what was it so yeah but i think I, I think there's two answers obviously i'm not uh i mean there's multiple answers well i'm well sure <laughs> well sure i mean i'm it's saying just... there's uh uh sure. that's like um what the hell was that band that uh, Slash took off and went and played with? That that's, I don't think that's that's different. Velvet Revolver. I mean, they didn't really necessarily have the well, same so, sound. Okay, uh, let's see. There's well, there, I guess there's multiple answers because when you or Dave Grohl okay, well, with Nirvana. I'm just taking okay. Foo Fighters. Well, I'm just gonna answer for like a singer then, because that's way because that's way different. Because guitar, the music you're talking about guitarist and uh, a drummer, a drummer turned into a vocalist. I mean, that's. You're getting a new job. That's you know what I mean. Like that's not even the same thing. I mean, that's that's Nirvana and Foo Fighters. It's not. There's nothing dissimilar. Yeah, but once the drummer you, became the lead singer. There's no similarities whatsoever. Yeah, but once you've been in a band for that long, you're that's what you know how to play. So you want to. You're going to kind of tell your guys to carry that sound. So you want to. You know, because that's what you like. That's what you've been used to for so many years. So I mean, there's yeah. definitely similarities. Whether they stop being a singer to go be a drummer, or quit being a drummer to go be a singer, or whatever you know, or playing the guitar to go sing. Yeah, but it's it's, it's always way. there. But it's, maybe. it depends you on can... how the band is structured. Like if the drummer helped write the song, well, yeah, then that, that, that absolutely. And you know what I mean? Like I don't. I, I'm sure Dave Grohl probably writes a lot of his songs. He probably writes the music as well as the lyrics. So he maybe he writes the drums. So maybe you can hear the drum. Maybe he does it. I don't know. A lot of bands work together, though. You know what I'm saying? So, so the drummer's like, what about this? We don't. Well, no, definitely. Like, you, like damn near any other group out there that's mainstream that you listen to on a radio, they can take a bass guitarist and throw him up on stage. Like, hey, man, our dude's sick. We need you to perform. And they play we, his. Go ahead. They play his music because it's music. Well, that that basis would be like, oh, you need me, no problem. I can jump up there and play whatever the fuck you guys got, or vice versa with drums. You well, know. sure, but he can't. That's that's why. <laughs> fuck you, snow cone. Uh, <laughs> but you can't uh, sound like. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's gonna sound like that guy. You know what I mean? I mean, don't say no one. I mean, they can try. Yeah, weird, yeah. weird, weird Al sounded like a lot of fucking people. But I'm saying, like, it's not. Yeah, I mean, if Chester's sick, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can't, can't just have another singer jump up on yeah, stage. Yeah, I mean, maybe you can, but it's not going to sound like Chester. No, it, it's but, definitely. like, music is music. You, I mean, you write, you can write it. Someone can literally read it and play it. Yeah. You know weird what I mean? Al is no, insane, no. though. Like, I've, I've never known another artist to sound like so many other artists ever. <laughs> This motherfucker just slurping up. I did too. Mic. That's why I put it down. I heard it slurping. I was like, nope. <laughs> uh, 
But like, yeah, like, uh, like you mentioned, Slipknot and uh, Stone Sour, shit like that. I understand completely because that's 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 just another side of chord. Like yeah. Slipknot, you know what I mean? Like they had like three songs that kind of sounded like Stone Sour for a second. Man, I think everybody's you know I mean? shitting on you right now, bro. Who? On me? Like everybody. Who? I'm talking about how the fuck were you talking about? Because these guys all did it. We're not talking about who did it. We're talking about the different types of sounds. But like, uh, like, how do you not carry from one band to but the you, next? You know what I'm saying? Like, even like, so you as a that fan, was the question. You as a fan, or most people as a fan, you, I at least me personally, I'm um, taking from personal experience. I listen to all kinds of shit. I listen to fucking R and B. I listen to fucking insane clown posse. I'll listen to some fucking alternative rock. I'll even listen to some country. So I mean, you know what I mean? So I feel like artists, especially people that like write a lot, they probably they have different feelings. They're mad. They're happy. They're you know what I mean? So that. I slip. Pantera was always pissed a off. stone sour. So, but I bet you Phil probably wrote songs that didn't. Well, actually, he, he's he he's in like ten bands, but they're all rock. But I'm sure he wrote shit that never got put out as a oh. song because it just didn't work for any of his bands. Well, I mean, if you listen to the Southern Trendkill album, there's a yes, lot of songs yeah. that they didn't want to put out, but they're like, "Fuck it, we got them. Let's throw it on yeah, his album." Some slower shit on there, but like you know what I mean. Corey's on there singing and fucking pouring his heart out, and on Slipknot, he's beating your fucking face because he's mad. Right. You know what I mean? I remember I was so hyped for Stone Sour because I there was like like uh, what was the bleed the Slipknot I was like I felt the air rise. Up. I was like that dude's a really good singer. Why yeah. doesn't he do that more? And then he'd be like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like oh fuck. But then Stone Sour came. I was like oh this is gonna be dope. And it was all right. And it was all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he, he went a little too far into his feelings. Yeah, but it's you know what I mean different sides of different people or like or like Maynard uh, Hamer will mention Maynard. Tool, well, Tool, I, I know for a fact the thing, the issue, one of the biggest issues with Tool is the way they write music. It's not yeah, just they, they write forty-hour songs. Well, they do that, and they <laughs> they do it like mathematical. Like they, they do, they they take that shit so serious as yeah. musicians, like shit we don't understand. And I that's why it takes them so long. And it takes forever to write these intricate songs, and they have these. Uh, and that's why they have times and different songs. shit and all this stuff. So it takes a really long time to put it together, and it's super intricate. It takes a really long time to listen to it. I mean, hell, we've only been in quarantine for one cool song. Oh, so. right. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, though, when you put that much work into writing a song and writing music, writing lyrics and shit, and you're taking that much time, you're breaking down every equation. You you you, you don't want to leave anything out. And that's his his. Yeah. That's why he's the artist that he is. Is that he looks at it as an art form, and he doesn't want to take anything out because it's what he created, and he wants everybody to hear it. But Maynard's super creative, and come to find out later in life, he's fucking weird. But uh, I mean, we knew he was weird, but he's that's extra what, weird now. That's what drugs do. I can't get the image of him singing on stage at the the festival, like in the nineties, when the- he's in that onesie. <laughs> I remember him with his face painted wearing a fucking clown wig and a le- yeah, like a leotard at La Blues at Riverport. Dude. God, those were I, thought, I seriously thought his dick was going to fall out. I was like, but, shout Christ, out to Jenny that for that two ninety nine super chat. Hell yeah. With the fucking horns super kicking. Super sticker. Yeah. With the rock horns. Hell yeah. yeah. Much love. Much love for that super chat. We like them super Much chats. Love. Super chat. Super chat. I'll watch an ad. Uh... But yeah, it's just, you know up, what I'm saying? Robert? Different sides, different people, different. Uh, but like I said, and working, especially with bands, because you don't really see a lot of 
I mean, I, I mean, I guess you don't. I guess you just don't notice it. Solo artists don't change to different solo artists. They just remain solo artists and have a new sound. No, but like, but bands, you work. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you put, if you added two more people to this room, we like something would change. The dynamic would change, and if we were fucking being creative, the conversation would change. You know what I mean? So the same thing would happen if you're making music. It would change. It's a different vibe. There's different music. Different. You know what I mean? You're. And if you're someone like Maynard, who's like super creative, and that's like your fucking drug, basically, well, these guys aren't doing it enough. You find another group of creative people to do it in your other time, and if they're not doing it enough, then you find some even more weirdos, and you start a band called Pucifer, and you make fucking really weird music. That's what's up, bro. But uh, yeah, like different so, sides, man. So how do you explain how do you explain fucking Gwen Stefani, who was a phenomenal fucking singer, rocker, and then goes and does rap? Well, that's not rap. She's I mean, R and B, pop, whatever the hell you yeah. want to call it. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked both sides of her. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean, everything that she did was. What did they call good. it? What did uh, what did our we, we had a guest on the show? Was it no beginning of last year? Real big fish. Yeah. What was their hit song called? I mean, they had a couple of. them. What was their biggest one? Uh, radio killed or uh, what was it? A video killed the radio star. Is that it? <laughs> no. What was it? That's like some '80s band. No, the real big fish one. Yeah, sellout. Yeah, sellout. That's, no, what. that's what they called that in the nineties. Well, they had sellout, and then they had what? Uh, they they redid the fucking uh, video, killed the radio star, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, anyway. To answer the Gwen Stefani question, that's what they called it back in the nineties was selling out. <laughs> she was in a ska band. She was a pretty blonde girl, and all these people were like, "Hey, pretty blonde girl. Hey, pretty blonde girl. Hey, pretty blonde girl. Hey, pretty girl. You want to make millions of dollars? Hey, pretty blonde girl." Yeah, but and I think eventually she was like, that. "Fine." Fine, I'll do a fucking song with Akon. And then she was like, holy shit, they're giving me all this fucking money and free shit? Yeah, but I think, I mean, you got to remember, <laughs> though, at that time, No Doubt kind of just split up. So she was just kind of out there doing their lead nothing. singer was too busy being a pop star. I mean, maybe. But I guess but they, they, they played nice. They toured later on. Yeah. Well, they definitely, like, squashed the I shit. I guess that was just a different side of her. She was just, she just started out as a girl. Yeah. She was just a girl in a world. That's all she wanted to be. And she was walking through spider But then she webs. found out that people really liked the fact that she was a girl in the world. And she started singing pop songs about being a girl. I mean, then, it didn't help the fact that she almost got married to, I think, the guitarist and the bassist. And then they broke up and then they still had to do the band together. So yeah. I don't think that really helped in her decision going, then, yo, I'm not Gavin, doing this And then Blake Shelton Well, no, Gavin Rosdale showed up oh, with the glycerine yeah. for a while. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then Blake they Shelton showed up with his time. cowboy hat. And his fucking boots. Well, she showed up as a guest judge on The Voice. He was like, "Hey there, pretty lady." Yeah. And he was. She was like, "Dang, I ain't, I ain't been with the country. I was a sky artist. I ain't been to the country. I was a yet. pop artist. I ain't been to country yet. Let's do yeah. some country, Blake. You're only fucking thirty years older than me. It's all I've good. been. I've been to the hood. I've been to the outskirts. I ain't never been to the Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Country, yeah. She said, I'll be your honeybee. I'll be your honeybee. <laughs> I bet there's plenty of spider webs out there in the country. Yeah, all right. Yeah, don't get tangled. I'll be walking yeah. in the spider web. Don't what other hit songs? They had a fucking lot of good Ooh. songs, though, no doubt. No doubt. Like, no that doubt. first album was fucking That's funny. We were phenomenal. talking about that the other day. So, oh, I was talking about uh, Mark Hamer was apparently stalks my Spotify and saw the music I was listening to and was giving me shit. I don't make my shit shareable. <laughs> I, was listen- I didn't know mine was, but I was listening why'd to like you some- add my- Why'd you add that song, Peter? <laughs> I was listening to some 90s playlists just jamming out, and he's like, what the fuck are you listening to Hootie and a Blowfish? So I'm like... Don't. Bro, it just came on the 90s playlist. But anyway, that was the first CD <laughs> I ever owned. And then everybody started, everybody in the Discord started talking about like their first albums. And somebody mentioned Tragic Kingdom. And I was like, bro, we used to go to the mall when I was a kid and rob Sam Goody like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. They used to have the new release wall behind the counter. But the like the racks where the CDs were went like two feet past the counter. Mm-hmm. So we would just walk up to that fucking rack and grab a stack and put it in whatever bag we had. I walked out of that motherfucker with 30 copies of Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> like, the day it came out, I was in school, like, trying to sling them bitches. Like, How do I make who's got that new new? You want that new no doubt? It's just fire. Got it. 18 copies of them. I got it. Yeah, I had it all, man. I was like, that shit. I listened to that shit so much. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to open up a new one just to smell it. Because <laughs> I always like the new CD smell because I'm weird. How do I share this shit? What? What are you sharing? My, uh... My make my Spotify playlist. Oh, I don't know, bud. Is this it right here? Recently show my recently. I mean, I know how to share what I if profile. I want to share, but he just stalks me. Well, yeah, I'll, he can stalk my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rue wants I mean, to be if your if your playlists are public, all you gotta if you can find your uh, your profile. I mean, you I, you can see all the playlists on there. Don't speak. They had that song. Uh huh. They had I'm just a girl. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to make it shareable for other people. Like, if they look my name up, they'll find my whole playlist. You know, she was on that Sublime song, uncredited, for, like, fucking ten years. Because nobody knew who she was. And then they found out later that she was... Which song? Uh, Saw Red. It was her and Bradley, but she was, like... She Is was just a one, local uh, girl. She was she was just like a local girl in town. That's forty ounces. Like no doubt was like a garage band, uh-huh. and she ended up on that song with with Sublime, and it was on their album. And just she was just uncredited because she was just you know random female singer. And then later on, people were like, "Wait a minute, that's fucking Gwen Stefani," and it really was. And, I mean, that's what we were talking about. Or you guys are talking about uh, just with Lily Styles yep. about being uncredited. Yep. How do yeah, you not like Hootie and the Blowfish? Get the fuck out of here. I, do, I, would, I mean, if somebody shit. asked me if I liked Hootie and the Blowfish, I'd probably say no. <coughs> I mean, you I generally don't. don't but but I, you do like some of their songs. So you I, would well, say, I, I like a couple of their it's songs. More, I, it's more of like a... It's like a, I'm trying to think of it as something besides music. Like a, I only want to be with you. I like model airplanes, too. What's it to you, right? Uh, I mean, what's like fuck? It's like, a, like the, the Surge Soda. That shit ain't you no good. Take, you can take it or leave it. No, it's it. fucking not good. It's not it good. It was good back in the day. You, yeah, I remember it being good, and they fucking they brought that shit back because everybody wanted, but everyone could probably agree that it's fucking nasty. 
So was Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch was good back in the it's day. Just but fucking, now it's it's just nostalgia. Like, the same reason. Like, who did the bullfish? It, pro- it, it was good at the time. I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to hold your hand. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but then you're like, oh, God, this is not. I mean, it's not like it's bad music. It's just, you know, whatever. Tootie and the Bullfish. Right. Fucking Darius Rucker. Now I mean, if you run through my fucking rock playlist. Me, mama, like a wagon wheel. If you run through my playlist, you'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? I listen to so much shit. Well, me too. I listen to things like 40s, the 50s, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Some, I mean, I don't, yeah, I guess some I don't, I don't dislike stuff, but, the Blowfish, but it would never be, it wouldn't be in the top fucking 500 on any list. These motherfuckers would be like, why the fuck he got Janis Joplin on his playbook? Fuck, he got James Brown on his He got the Temptations. What the Beach Boys? What the You're fuck is going on? You're purposely naming really good acts. No, I do have all those <laughs> on my playlist. I know, but you're just you're only naming the good ones. Motherfucker, I got color me bad on my list. I mean, I have them on there too. <laughs> I mean, I have. You're just like, oh, I just, I just listen to all these fucking, uh, you know, Hall of Famers and uh, icons oh, man, of their like, generation. Bro, I've got. I'm so weird. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I, I got Mr. Big on my fucking phone. Okay, does anybody know who the fuck Mr. Big Hold is? Hold on, little girl. <laughs> yeah. Show me what he's done to you. Like Steve Miller Band, fucking trash. Fucking Rage Against the Machine, the fucking Allison Chains, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Creed, Radiohead. That is very true, Heather. Darius Rucker is most known for I mean, that song. It's the Deep his. Blue Somethings. I mean, come on, man. Deep Blue Somethings. Ain't nobody know them. What's that song? Breakfast at Tiffany's, <laughs> bitch. I was like, they only have one song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, what about Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's? Tiffany's. She said, I think I... Remember the film, but I... I like it when we talk about music because it almost turns into... This almost turns into a Patreon show. I got (laughs) rehab. I got the presidents of the United States. The fucking... We're going to get the copyright hit from... Martha Reeves and the fucking Vandals. I mean, come on, If we get a copyright from me singing, that just means I'm good. Right. Bruno Mars, Queen. I'm pretty sure it's going to make your month if you get a copyright (laughs) from you singing. Like he was singing and it sounded just like the artist we copyrighted you. (laughs) Billy Joel, Billy Ocean. Billy Eilish? No. Billy Joel? Joan Jett? I saw some article the other day that I first read. I'm pretty sure it was a fake article. I mean, everything's a fake article nowadays, but. They were talking about Billy Joel finally leaves Green Day or something. I was like, what? Robert Palmer addicted to love. Fuck yeah, Montana Josh. Oh, and then I also have George Might Strait. Might as well face it. I also have Kenny Chesney, George Strait, fucking uh, Tracy Bird. Dude, I watched that. Uh, Alan Jackson. Fucking do you remember, what was it? Was that last week? No, like two weeks ago, we talked Brooks about that Dunn, uh, Toby Keith. reunited apart thing the dude did with the Goonies reunion. Yeah, yeah. He did another one with Sammy Back to the Kershaw, Future. No shit. Yeah. Travis Tritt. I got all these motherfuckers. And I watched it, and he got he got everybody George Jones. But he brought uh, Charlie Daniels. He brought all the cast back, Michael J. Fox and yeah. fucking everybody. And then he brought fucking Huey Lewis in. <laughs> it was fucking dope. And then I guess there's <laughs> a Back to the Future musical that was supposed to be out now, but obviously it's not. So the the cast came on and did fucking Power of Love. I was like, this shit's dope. That's it's awesome. Crazy. That's the Power of Love. We should just do Replicon karaoke night. There we go. Karaoke from afar. We would fucking kill that shit. Right? That'd be fun. 
I'm pretty sure I just spelt that fucking wrong, but I believe it. We're just going to set up a fucking stream. We're going to get the whole... We're going to get Zoom that everybody has now. And we'll just fucking create the Replicon bar. And people can just hop in on their Zoom and fucking sing karaoke and shit. And... See, we can tack the Zoom <laughs> on to what I was talking about before the show. Zoom. There we go. Zoom, Zoom. There we go. Yeah, for, I'm talking about for guests, dead body, man. <laughs> for guests. Not for you. Not for you. Not for you. Everybody in the club like Zoom. Zoom. Not for you. Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, I got a little Bootsy on this motherfucker. I got my man. Dude, I got every fucking thing. You're just fucking doing it. I got everything. You got it all, man. Good job. Not to mention, I got Shaggy on there and not talking about the one half of Insane Clown Posse. You're talking Mr. Bombastic. Funny, fantastic. Mr. Lover Lover. Oh, Mr. Lover Lover. Ooh. That's what he does. He says your name, doesn't Roo, he? Roo. <laughs> Romantic. Roo, romantic. Sunday fantastic. Something about the baptism, Mr. Roo. Roo. He's supposed to say boom-bastic, and he says Roo. Right? Mr. Mr. Roo, Mr. Roo. Yeah, there's really not too many booms in there, is there? Uh-uh. It's like oh, yeah. a car trying to start. It's like, roo, roo, roo. <laughs> oh, you did a karaoke zoom. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Speaking of... Uh, somebody... Speaking of happy hours. Somebody suggested we should do our own our own song. So maybe that'd be... We should do like a Replicon radio version of We Are The World. <laughs> we are the underground or some shit. We are the dinos. Oh, it shows them who we the are. The ones that entertain your ass now. on every fucking Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I now that I told you, Mark, I'll be playing fucking music what at the 10 a.m. tomorrow. That I'll probably I probably won't be because I'll probably have to get go up the street. If I go up the street, I'll be coming home early. I don't like going up the street. They had a case of Coronas up there, and I'm not going up there until I feel safe. Oh. Uh, what was I saying? Are we gonna, I don't know if we're going to talk about that. Are we going to talk about that? I, I was saying sure. about... Mm. We were thinking... Of, we're thinking about doing about a happy Should we talk about that? I mean... I don't think we should talk about it yet. I yeah, I think no, we should we discuss should. details on that a little bit. Because I don't know how that's going to work. No. I, we know how it's going to work. I just don't know. I don't think we're going to talk about it yet. Yeah, we're not... No, but we're going to do some stuff with y'all soon. And we're going to hang out. That's about... That's all. We're going to hang out together. We are gonna hang out. We're all gonna hang out together. And it's gonna be a. We're gonna have quarantinis. That's what we need is fucking martini glasses so we can have quarantinis. Quarantinis. I don't even know how to make a martini, but I'm sure it has uh, Jaeger and Red Bull. It's not hard. Uh, there's I'm no Jaeger and Red Bull in a, in a martini. There in quarantinis there are. No I mean, it's, it's like dry vermouth and fucking. What uh, kind of fucking West County, South County bullshit is that? You put Red Bull in a martini. It's not a martini. It's a replicon quarantini. It's a quarantini. 
Which uh, basically man, is just a fucking. Did, we did that it's a Jaeger bomb and a fancy glass. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't want to drink dry vermouth. I want to have a fucking Jaeger bomb, okay? It's a sweet vermouth, man. I don't want to live. I can't. I don't well, want yeah, any of your alcohol advice, or, Mr. White Claw. There's either dry or you got the. Uh, I guess it's. You don't sweet. put White Claw on there either. That's a. The White Claw is, you know, No, the White Claw, you put that in the trash. You put that you in put your that. vagina. No you offense, the, ladies. You put that in the trash. It, it feels so good liquidating my vagina with the White I'm Claw. I'm sure it does. Claws right in there. It's like boofing it, man. It goes straight to the bloodstream. Um, See, I knew there did was... You just refer, did you just refer to your vagina as your butthole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You, I'm pretty uh, sure you just defended an entire gender. It's just like boofing it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, shit. does your fiance know that you think her vagina is a butthole? <coughs> I didn't say anything about her vagina. I would, hate, I would hate when she asks you to fuck her in the fucking in the ass if you stick it in her vagina. I mean, fuck. <laughs> hey, you know, it's always a guessing game, though, that way. Uh, I mean, it is that for sure. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what that's the noise she makes. This and that's, what, this and that's what happens when you drink a replicant <laughs> quarantine. This motherfucker just went sideways real quick. Woo, what's up, Lindsay, <laughs> in the chat? How you doing, fam? Said, Woo! That's the sound she be making too. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo. Where, where, where did it go? Where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stick them roulette. <laughs> Which hole's it gonna go? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Which hole it's going in. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! Jeez Louise. Y'all are wow. crazy, man. That's probably where Rick Flair got this song. Yeah. Heard that noise. <laughs> I can't even I don't do know. that. Why do I feel so offended when you said that word? <laughs> Woo? No, Tony said puss. Is it the puss? I, I feel like I need to wash my hands. <laughs> the moist puss? Like, oh, the moist puss. <laughs> it, it, it only bothers me. It's like when you say candies. Like candies. It's, <laughs> Panties. Ugh. Candies and pants. Candy. Candies. Candies don't go in the puss. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, candies can. Woo! Oh, it goes in. I thought candies taste better when they come out of the puss. There you go. What's up, Huracanarana Funk? <laughs> That's what it says, right? Oh, Terry Harper just pooped their pants. Shout out to Terry Harper. Hell yeah. <laughs> you should probably clean that up. <laughs> He had one too many quarantine run a funk. One whoop, too whoop. many quarantinis. Hey, for everybody just tuning in, wondering where the hell's going on, man. We got Madman Pondo coming up in uh, fuck yeah, like thirty minutes or less. Just like your pizza in the nineties. That's right. God, this shit takes like at least an hour nowadays. What happened? I mean, they don't give you shit for free no more. That's why they. That's why they take the sweet ass time. Thirty minutes or it's yeah, free. but it's yeah. That well, they, 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 but even they stopped doing that. It was still thirty minutes or less. I mean, it was a guarantee. You didn't get shit if they didn't get yeah, it there no. on time. But they fucked everybody. Now they said, "Fuck you." Our drivers are getting too many tickets. Yeah. Ties before Tony's oh, no, time. Jimmy John still says that it's freaky fast. Freaky fast, or but it's, yeah, but it's not thirty minutes or less, or it's free. Yeah. 
Because I got them motherfuckers. Well, you're giving them the wrong. Confucius say one man like, never pay a full price for late pizza. Isn't that what the Ninja Turtle said? <laughs> yeah. Thirty minutes or it's free, dude. Thanks. Totally. You know, I haven't I haven't heard any like Jimmy John commercials on TV. And then when you said freaky fast, freaky delivery or whatever, you thought of me. I'm like. They don't deliver, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they fucking do. Like, I haven't heard the commercial in a while, and I'm like, do they deliver? I questioned it. Yeah. Usually hear them bitches on the commercials, like, every fucking half hour whenever they go to a commercial break on the radio. I really just don't even hear commercials anymore. Well, that's all you're doing is listening to Spotify. Mark knows, because he stalks you. That's very true. Um, what else is going on? How about, what you, what, how about NetFest? We talked about it. Did, did they announce that last week? Yeah, Wednesday, wasn't it? Last Wednesday. No, we talked about it, didn't we? They had just announced it. Right I don't think so. Show, I, think. I don't think so. Did I don't remember. remember. Oh, yeah, they announced it at 1 o'clock on Monday. Yeah, yeah, it was like right before, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that is going down, ain't it? Yeah, May 30th, 12 days away. That's when we were supposed to be in Indiana. We were. We're supposed to be uh, hosting Nasty Bash. Nasty We never bash. even got to fucking officially announce it. No, we never did. It'll we be, talked about it a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think this NetFest thing is going to be dope. I know they announced Twisted, Blaze, uh, Alizuli Lu, Lex the Hexmaster. What are they going to do? And Boondocks. That's what I want to know. Like, what are they going to do? I didn't even get to watch the feed because I was at work. Um, it's supposed to, it's going to be like a, a from my understanding, it's going to be a quarantine, it's going to be a quarantine concert. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, the idea is, well, like even when they were talking about it, they were like, George said, it's like booking the gathering. It's the one big thing that he was saying. So they're going to have a bunch of special guests. Apparently people are twisted and them are going to be performing. A bunch of people are going to perform. I don't know. I don't know the details. How cool would that be if the clowns were there? That would be, you think you think ICP is going to show up to NetFest? So I mean, how fucking cool would that be? Like, hey, bro, what's so up? Is it gonna, so is it going to be like some type of like Zoom conference that they're just going to broadcast out on like YouTube or something that we could just tune into? Or, um, from my understanding, actually, yes, one hundred percent from my understanding, it's not. Okay. It's not live. So like okay. so like once so they announced it I know and like right now like whoever's a part of it I don't know I'm I may know too much but I don't know enough but it's I know it's they said it like Paul said it's not uh, live so they're like it's 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 gonna be like watching a music festival except for on Astronomicon's YouTube but it's not gonna be live because they think there'd be too many hiccups so like people are actually recording performances right now. And they're being edited and then added to a lineup. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce a lineup of guests. Or most of the guests, probably. Maybe not all of them. I'm sure they'll save some surprises. But uh, I think they're going to... Because we got 12 days. So I'm sure in the next week and a half, we'll, we'll get a whole bunch of information. Well, then that would leave up an uh, opening to for them to like do a live host. But then like play the, the, the artist's videos. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, I mean, it could still be interactive, so it's not like you're just clicking on a YouTube video. I would imagine that they that would probably be a cool thing that they could do is, like, have somebody host it and have that interactive, 
and then like, oh, here's uh, these people, here's these people, you know? That would be that's actually a really cool idea. Um, I think they may have something like that. I don't know. It may, or it may be something. Uh, it might also be pre-recorded too. I don't know, but that's a, it would be a cool idea. But I'm yeah, sure it'll yeah. be somewhat interactive because everyone. It's going to be all at the same time. It's not. I don't. I'm not even sure if it's going to be like available for replay. Like it might be Ooh. for the day. They were. They haven't actually announced whether or not. But I know in the live thing they were actually talking about. He's like, you know, I hope it's available for at least the whole day, just in <laughs> case you miss it or something. But I, I don't think. I don't think it's just going to just be there. I think the idea is you have to be there to watch it. Just like you can't fucking, you know what I mean? You can't, unless you're fucking tuned into Replicon Radio's live fucking broadcast, you can't watch the gathering if you're out of the gathering. You can't watch. Unless I set up my tripod and uh, do my magic. (laughs) Yeah. Unless we're out there fucking being bootleg motherfuckers for you, then, uh, you can, but you have the same idea, but it's, you know what I mean? So I'm, I think, it, but even if it was, I think the idea of everyone being there together is more fun. Like that's the whole concept is everyone's there together, so it's like we're all at a concert except we're fucking chatting away on the chat room. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's the Which whole idea. Which isn't the same. It isn't the same when you're going through your phone. Well, no, it's definitely not the same. But uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be cool. Just the the little tidbits and possible information I may or may not have heard. Um, I can't confirm or deny. I'm fucking stoked, and it sounds like it's gonna be fucking way more epic than anybody thinks it's gonna be. And just, I, just on the allegations of you not hearing anything, mm-hmm. I may or may not be super stoked as well. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm just showing up for the beer. There you go. Right there. That's a. I'm bringing the boofer claws. That's what we need is vendors. We need vendors for sure. Yeah, boo. Yeah. I'm here for the beer. That's it. And the crown. John Hancock in the YouTube chat says, This channel wouldn't be so bad if their podcast weren't so long that you could cut it down by a half hour. I think it would be better. He's a moron. This, I mean. <laughs> What's a half hour, bro? I'm not. I mean, I'm I think he'd be a funny. I, I don't disagree. I don't. I mean, well, I do disagree, but I Sweet, also. Sweet, John. I, I agree with that. Pete agreed with that. Tonight, we're ending the show at 9 o'clock. I just wiped <laughs> hey, out a whole I'm, hour. That'd be a whole hour. I'm okay with that moving forward. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we, I, we do need to. Technically, we just cut it down by an hour and a half because we don't come on until 630. <laughs> but we we start the channel. I just six. wish we had an editor and someone could cut out pieces of the show and re-upload those pieces to where if you just want to hear this segment, you can hear this segment. If you just want to tune in for the interview, you can tune in for the interview. If you miss the live broadcast, which is way more fun because we can talk shit to you when we're live. So we, we're glad you popped in the uh, in the chat and uh, here, watch this ad. I mean, I'm not. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not sure what a half hour would do, but I'm perfect. Hey, man, this dude's watching out for me and Tony. Let's get to bed early for work the next day. Hey. Thanks, he made it in the beginning, though. He ain't no fucking moron. He just he's showed fucking, up. He's a fucking genius. <laughs> That's funny. My apologies, sir. You're a fucking genius. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I, I second it. Hey, new ideas, man. I love man. how it's you just yelled at him, and then you're like, wait a second, I like you. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, it had to sink in for me, because when you were reading it, I'm like... This motherfucker. And then I read it, and I'm like, no, that's a great idea. Sure. Made more sense when I read it. <laughs> it's, just, it's a half hour. Maybe he didn't like the musical beginning. Maybe he doesn't like the Maybe game. he didn't hear it because he was on YouTube. It could be. Well, yeah, YouTube doesn't even get this, so he really does want us to cut like an hour and a half out of the program. Right. He just wants us to cut out everything that's not the interview. He's like, why are these fucking guys talking? I'm here for Madman Panda. You guys are just fucking mad. You guys are just garbage. You guys are just man. Throw yourselves in the trash. <laughs> trash fire. <laughs> trash fire. Put yourselves in bags and throw them on people's porches and light them on fire. Because you guys are shit. Yeah. He's probably going to be like, yep, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> I wonder if he, did he just pop in to make that comment and leave? Is he still there? Are you still there, man? He said, fuck y'all, I'm out. He probably did. He's like, motherfucker called me a retard and didn't even read what I put. He probably doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know we're live and he usually tunes in later. And he's like, God, this is fucking long. Where's the fucking part I want to listen to? Yeah, he's probably trying to like fast forward it. And he's like, fuck, I can't. I mean, we could, all, we could always just throw up the interviews. Just wait till our fun time uh, blog pops. The blog pops up. <clears throat> yeah, I'll get the interviews. After Four the years from now. Huh? Those quarantines from my computer. Were you? I'm quarantined from my computer. You're, you're clearly your computer had a virus, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's funny. You're funny. It was a. Uh, it was overheating from being overworked, so we had to. I had to let it cool down. I think Heimer's hating on us too. He's like, and y'all do talk shit. He gonna get some beers. We do talk shit. We do talk shit. We do. Come on, you know John Haddock. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. That's why I played the fucking... You guys, I assume you guys didn't see it. But the, uh The Nelly and the Ludacris versus battle. What's stopping me now? You, nobody saw it? Did you guys see it? Anybody see it? I did not. I heard about it, but not, I didn't hear it about any outcome of it. It was... Well, St. Louis was... People were going hard on it. So they got two 50-year-old fucking people battling it out now? That makes a whole lot of fucking sense. It's like a thing. It's like a. It's, it's like a huge thing they do on the fucking uh, on Instagram now. Who was the Didn't one that went after the fucking nine-year-old guy? The other day? I have no idea what either one of you. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. 
I said, didn't Three Six Mafia do one a couple weeks ago? Uh, well, they were they were scheduled. It was going to be DJ Paul versus Bone, and they the the versus the versus is a thing. Like it's uh, Timbaland and Swizz Beats, I think, started it, and it's like a huge yeah. platform. And DJ Paul and Bone were just doing it on their own, and then the versus people hit them up and was like, "No, I'll do it with us." So they postponed it, and they haven't announced the new date yet. All right, so John's back. He said, no, I'm still here. Just some con- constructive criticism. Even Rogan cuts his podcast down. We ain't fucking Joe Rogan, all right? Oh, no. I'm just I'm Constructive yeah. criticism is very welcome. I, I wish we were Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I do fine. listen to Rogan and all that stuff, and I listen to all the, I watch all the little clips. He cuts his pod, his like four or three to four hour podcast down into like a million clips. Yeah. So, there's that. Yeah, I, I watch. I watch. Don't get me wrong. I love Joe Rogan. I've seen almost every fucking episode. He clickbait shit for you though. But I watch the whole fucking thing. I hate the clips. This is me personally. But I, I think ours could be clipped into like beginning segment, interview, maybe end segment. I mean, maybe we should just do a two hour show. And we Plus just the like, interview. However long the interview goes, I think. I mean, that's generally night, what we I do. Would, yeah, we'll come on at Should six. Should we do less than a two-hour so we'll show do an if we hour, don't the interview? Yeah, we'll do an hour show before the interview. We'll, so we'll do an hour and a half because the interview don't start until usually 7.30. And then however long the interview takes, once we're done with the interview, that's it. Game over. You know, honestly, like I, I've said this before. Like, you know, sometimes... This guy's yeah, real constructive, music. though. He, fuck, he's got a lot of good ideas. Yeah. I just want to go to bed. Well, a shorter, <laughs> show, a, a shorter show might be uh, a little bit more condensed and quality you content and stretching it thin over four hours <laughs> I don't. nobody said we had to do four hours that was an old construct of the, the show before the show you're missing the point that body man freaky p said we have to do four hours that means we gotta do four hours and 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i hear that loud and clear i tell you what the show is now five hours long but we're gonna go home an hour early every night <laughs> <laughs> okay that? That's perfect. So now everybody gets off work an hour early. So we're starting to show at five, right? No. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. We can't start that early. You guys aren't ready yet. I mean, fuck it. If, I, if that means I'm going to get out of here and bounce at nine, I can just come straight here and do a show. But anyway, Ludacris and Nelly did their fun little battle. Nobody cared about uh, ass It was dope. It was funny. Everybody gave Nelly shit. Nelly is fucking terrible. He didn't have internet. His what internet was- kept turning off. So he's like, yeah, man. Wah! And then Ludacris would be like, what's up, man? And there's 500,000 people watching Nelly froze because he ain't got no motherfucking internet because he's got fucking Boost Mobile or some shit. Everybody's clowning. <laughs> and the whole chat room is stars. Snoop Dogg's in there, Jermaine Dupree, Carrie Hilson, fucking Janet Jackson are all in there clowning on Nelly. I'm fucking, I was like, this is way more entertaining than I expected it to be. Because yeah. the whole chat room's celebrities. And they're all just like, oh shit. But then they finally get it going and it's actually fun. Because they're not really battling. They're just, it's just a fun thing for props. Just verse so they're for like, verse. But they're not even, they're like doing their song. Like, Ludacris would be like, Oh yeah, well I did this, this, and this, and they'll play like "Move, bitch, get up," and they'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, so I see what like, you're doing." Uh, they're basically like DJing their own music. Three one three, and they're three, like one, battling. No, he's my hoe. They're battling oh, their oh. songs against each other. Like, no, nah, this is my ladies' jam or whatever, and it's fun. 
And then, uh, oh, so they ain't even coming up with new material. Uh-uh. They're just playing their old shit. Well, yeah. But it was actually extremely entertaining. And uh, but yeah, Nelly looked hot like a dickhead. So hot. But then his, it, it got the, the my favorite part of the whole thing was Nelly's. Well, obviously well, the well, Nelly jokes. But then like Nelly had to like stop and reset his shit, and Luda's like stalling. He's like, I guess we'll have to reschedule. And they're like, No, fuck it, keep going. No, nobody so knows started, who he uh, is in St. Louis. He started premiering a bunch of new tracks. Like Ludacris was like. Timbaland's like, go ahead. He's like, I got a new one with Tim Timbaland and, and Lil Wayne. And he's like, go ahead and do it. Because they were trying to, f- they had 500,000 people watching. He's like, don't fucking end it. Yeah, no, keep firing all that new yeah, shit so out he started there. Fucking, he started fucking releasing new jams like right then and there. And, and then like, Nelly was like, I can't fuck with y'all because I ain't got nothing new. Nelly didn't even know it was happening. He wasn't there. His fucking <laughs> shit was, <laughs> he just came up. back and was like, all right, man. Like he didn't, he, like he didn't miss nothing. I'm like, you just dumb. And he's sitting there eating Cane's chicken. I'm like, this dude just fucking, like, showed up like he didn't know. He looked like a dick. I'm not going to lie. No, like, when it when it started going, it was it was cool. And he was, like, giving Luda props, and it was fun. And But then it, it frees up again. And it was yeah, like, he just looked f- like a dick. But no, I, he But, yeah, That's fucking. That's not surprising. It was, but, yeah, I was like, damn, man. I didn't realize how fucking dope Ludacris was, though. I mean, I did, but it's like you forget. You're like, oh, shit. I don't forget every because he's on my playlist, and I hear out it every day. so dope. Uh, God. That's why Ludacris and Nelly oh, was God. on the playlist. Everyone's like, "How the fuck did this shit just randomly end up on the playlist?" That's how. I mean, Heather says, "How about up, we just screw the interview too?" They should have put up fucking somebody bigger than Nelly against Ludacris. I agree. I think it's because they're uh, like they both started at the same time. Apparently, their debut albums both came Luda out twenty was years out ago, way before. Well, they were talking. They were both talking about. Motherfucker, get out of here. I was listening to Ludacris way before Nelly. I was listening to Ludacris back in like 99. Oh, I'm, I guess you, maybe you should tell Ludacris and Nelly that they're wrong about their careers and the yeah, big room knows, knows more. Oh, fuck, I just might. That's, that's what they said. I'm just telling you what Ludacris and Nelly said. Well, Ludacris, they all smoke too much fucking weed, man. They don't remember when the fuck they came out. <laughs> fuck, uh. Apparently, their they debut album was both came out 20 years time. ago. That's probably why. Y'all keep talking. I'm, I'm, it's, more, it's so much fun to watch you Google stuff. <laughs> why? Well, I, I usually talk in my phone. This is why I we can't. This is why we can't cut a half hour off the show because we wouldn't be able to Google anything. I mean, I'm I'm waiting. What are you waiting on? The well, you got, you got Nelly Google Internet too? They, <laughs> yeah, apparently right now. They were both popular because they were both popular around the same time in the yeah. early 2000s. Fantasy released 1999. I knew I was right on that. And then when the fuck did Nelly's fucking what was country it? grammar? Yeah. Ooh, I'm going down, down, baby. Don't be the baby. Down, down, baby. June 27, 2000. Like right around the same. Yeah, to Google it. Hmm? Yeah, it doesn't take me that long to Google stuff. It's literally just type out the question and it answers it. Well, yeah, I'm waiting on my fucking internet. The internet that we have this show on. When they come out, June 27, 2000? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't come out at the same fucking time. Well, well it's basically the same. A year different is not. They're no. the ones that said it. Well, see, I told you. And I don't see, think it was a year. Maybe a I, need months. To, I need to tell them motherfuckers they're wrong because this motherfucker came out in 99 and that's a year later with 2000. I'm still going to listen to them over Google. Fuck, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Told you, I, I told you, it was too fucking high. You think Snoop Dogg remember when he first fucking came out? My Google. Well, I'd be like, I came out like 40, 
three years Mine ago. Mine says Ludacris' debut album was called Back for the First Time, and it came out October 17th. Look up 2000. Fantasy. Look up the song Fantasy. When did that come I'm out? Talking about that the was the album. biggest fucking hit. The album. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Everybody so knew what Fantasy was way before fucking anything. It doesn't mean anything. It does. It came You're out in 99. Back then, they put out singles album. to promote albums. Now, they only put out singles. Okay, well, then that <laughs> single should be on that but album, the which album, came out in 99. So, technically, Nelly's album came out... Four months before Ludacris' debut album. Yeah, no fucking way. So 99 is extra wrong. What was the name of that album? Back for the first time. Okay, so it's a came good out. album title. It was recorded. Okay, so this is released September 12, 2000. There you go. So he recorded it in 99. It was released in 2000. I don't give a fuck. I've been bumping that shit since 1999, bro. Well, you downloaded it on Kazaa illegally. That's different. That doesn't mean it was uh, released. LimeWire, get it right? <laughs> well, then LimeWire. Oh, uh, no, Kazaa all day. There you go. I don't give a fuck. I, think, I still think Nelly came out later in fucking 2000, though. You just didn't no. know about him. Just because you didn't know about him doesn't I mean it didn't I knew about exist. him. I, I, rem- didn't know he, I knew him before he got big. I remember... Being introduced to Nelly and I was in high school, so I know it was before that year. Because I was still in high school, bro. Well, you also knew who know who the fuck lowercase is. You also know who the fuck Frodo is. I mean, well, speaking of those guys, I think that Cold Case is Cold, coming out with a new album. They are. Cold Case got a new album dropping soon. Is when it what is what it says. What? This is fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. If you follow, if you actually follow lowercase. He's been hinting around for like the last uh, about year or so, and even the like algorithms don't have him put up on my timeline ever. And nothing, nothing nice. Case yeah, nothing nice. And I were actually talking about that a while back, and we were talking about they were gonna after they performed. Actually, I guess that was a little longer than a couple of years, about a, about a year or two ago when they actually performed when Cold Case performed at Pops. I remember that. We were talking about uh, Nut Nice and I were talking about them getting back together and doing something, but didn't know exactly what. Well, I'd be so, down for that. I was a fan of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hell they yeah. came in hard as a motherfucker. Local bands coming back. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I love, I love uh, lower, lowercase and all that stuff. That's my boy. But man, Jesse came hard with them lyrics. Cool. Jay Killer or whatever his name was. Seven. He came. He came hard with them lyrics. Hell yeah. Josh Montana. Josh is compared watching Nelly to our show. I seen them live two times. <laughs> Both times was was laughable. Eight guys with microphones yelling over each other. Yep, that's our show. <laughs> There's only two of us with microphones. Well, yeah. And one on a phone. Yes. One has a phone. The other one has microphones. There used to be six more of us, but he left. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's that awesome time of the show where we have to take a break and uh, play a little bit more music because we have a special guest coming up. So, we have to swap out the guys on the phones. Yep. We got to get rid of this clown and pick up a... Pick cool. up a Madman Pondo. Yeah. Hell yeah. But if you're on YouTube, man, we'll be back. You'll see a little swirly thing on your screen that says we've been attacked. We'll be back after the break with uh, Madman Pondo. Pondo. So stay tuned for that. You want to tell everybody you love them, Tony? 
Well, all you cool cats and kittens, you stay safe out there in this this, this quandary time of, of, of pandemic. And I love you guys, and I will I will talk to you next week. There you go. We'll be back after the break with Mad Mad Pondo. Stay tuned. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't even gotta say shit. Why? Bitches is basic. We can relate. Yeah. I be making deposits. I'm left in my ass. All to the bank.
ain't rapping for nothing. They crapped in the bucket. That's why they can't get to the top. When someone get up, pulling them down. Walking like jokers to get to the crown. You swear that you dripping, make sure you don't drown. Y'all are just crazy, you can't come around. I don't care, care I, I drink, drink too much. People nope. say I'm headed nowhere. And, and I, I don't, don't fucking care. Jimmy Johnson's gonna die. Sarah Susie's gonna die. Everybody's dying slow. I don't give a fuck, though. I'm only short like 50 bucks. I couldn't give 50 fucks. I could really use some help. You, you could, could go and fuck yourself. Nobody's gonna die. Terror falling from the sky. Mothers with their children crying. I can give a fuck why. They say you'll never walk again. Someone who gives a fuck.
minute, I don't care. Uh, I'ma shoot you in the face. I'll tell you how the bullets taste. Say you imitate. I don't give a fuck you late. No 50 million people dying. Oh, I'm crying. Tell me all the things you saw as if I give a fuck at all. You see me sitting in the chair. Yeah, but I ain't even there. Everything you saying to me. Go right through me. If I was to pick it up, I'd have to give a fuck.
What up, y'all? Welcome back. Replicon we Radio. Back. We are in the house. We appreciate you guys hanging out, tuning in. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, very short musical break. But uh, we had to get everything lined up for our very special guest tonight. I hope you guys are ready. Big Ru- didn't you want to do a big fancy uh, wrestling intro, Rue? Yeah, I kind of did. I don't, is it, is it, oh. So, uh, getting ready to come on the air. Weighing in at 220 pounds, standing 5 foot 10 inches, Madman Pondo! What up, motherfuckers? What up? <laughs> what up? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's up, man? How are you, man? I- I'm doing good, man. Fuck this. I lived 50 years and never thought it'd be in the situation it is right now, but here we are. Right, right. yeah. It's- Bullshit. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy world out there, man. It is. Fucking wild, bro. But it's fucking... It's good to hear from you, man. Like, it's good to... You know, I feel like... Uh, I don't know. It's like a. It's like an old friend. It's like a breath of fresh air. Well, I, I really... Uh, I really try to be everybody's friend. And things you figure out in life... Uh, you can't keep everybody happy, but... For the ones that are happy with me, they're my friends, and the other ones, fuck them guys, you know? <laughs> right? I mean, that's the way life goes. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I hope you're, uh, we hope you're doing well and, uh, you know, staying staying healthy out there in this crazy world, but uh, we appreciate you taking your time to, to hang out with us here at Replicon Radio, man. Yes. Man, I'm still delivering pizzas as, <laughs> excuse me, as many days as they'll use me, and I walk the bridge here in Jeffersonville over to Kentucky at 10.30 every night. Ain't worn no mask. Um, wear gloves if, if I'm in the kitchen at Pizza King. Other than that, I ain't really done nothing different. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm still working constantly. Every day I go to work, get off at the same time, and life kind of really hasn't changed too much for me either. It's crazy, man. But uh, so anyway, man, we uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us and chilling. Uh, generally, what we like to do is we you know we want to get to know people, man. Obviously, you've uh, you've lived lived a pretty crazy life and done a lot of cool stuff um, along the way. You actually grew up. We're in St. Louis, Missouri, so you actually grew up not too far away from here. And like some of your like wrestling journeys began in this area, didn't it? Like, how did you first get into? Uh, into wrestling and stuff like you used to go to shows when you were a kid for getting good grades or something like that yeah man uh in in fairfield illinois my great grandma and great grandpa both lived there and to look at me you think my family would all be like me you know loud and and cursing all the time and always wants to be the center of attention but i'm the only one in my family like that so me and my brother would sit and we'd watch wrestling with my great-grandma and great-grandpa. And everybody in my family is really reserved and kind of quiet. And But when my great-grandma and grandpa would watch wrestling, you know, they would talk about these dirty motherfuckers and, and uh, pieces of shit. And me and my brother were blown away. And it just made me an instant fan. And it's funny that you say that you're in St. Louis because... Um, I don't know how old you guys are, but if you remember wrestling at the Chase, I was a yep. kid when I was going to that shit. Yeah, 
I was too. It, it's it, it was at the keel and then it went to the no I'm sorry it was at the checker dome and then went to the keel and then back to the checker dome I remember the vineyards Rue maybe went to the yeah, I, I, I actually <laughs> did go to a couple of events there wrestling at the chase that's crazy. I was, was the uh, I was a was little the... kid. I couldn't tell you who who was who was fighting who that night. But I was right. I was like five six years old. Is the checker dome still standing? No, that no. came that came down. I want to say it came down in like uh, two thousand and I was I want to say it came down in like two thousand ten. What about the Kill Auditorium? That's still standing, and it's uh, known now as the Enterprise Center. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, they added the, like the dome was added. To the auditorium, right? Yeah. Uh, I went. Uh, I remember being at the Kill Auditorium, and it was supposed to be uh, Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. I think. Uh, anyway, no, I think it was the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan for some reason, and Hulk Hogan no showed, and Macho Man was there instead. So I got to see. My- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Macho Man versus Ultimate Warrior at the Kill Auditorium. And there was this guy in line behind me and there was two kids in front of me dressed like Hulk Hogan and the guy kept talking to these little kids and and saying hey uh, it's too bad your hero's not here you know and these kids didn't give a fuck what this guy had to say and then when it got time for them to go in the stalls this dude who didn't even know these kids were like he was like Hey, if you guys need any help in there, just just let me know. And these two dudes that looked just as big as the Road Warriors took this guy out of line, took him over to the wall. One of them guys punched that guy so hard in the face when his knuckles came back, he was already bruised. And they beat the shit out of this dude in the kill auditorium. And there was a line for the bathroom, but nobody said anything. And these guys got back in line, and I'll be goddamn if I was going to say anything. <laughs> and uh, uh, they just beat the shit out of this dude, and nobody said anything. Fuck yeah. You know I met, that's one of my biggest memories about the kill auditorium. Isn't that stupid as fuck? You know, that's, that's <laughs> the way it was back then, man. Like... If you did anything like towards a kid, that's what happened to you. If you're a grown ass man and you did some shit like that to a kid or said something like that, that's exactly what happened. And nobody batted an eye. Nobody said anything. There was no calling the cops. That's just the way it was when I was growing up. You didn't call the cops for nothing. You had your differences. You settled it. If somebody got out of line, you you took care of it. 
the cool thing about the Keel Auditorium, not so much the Checker Dome, but the Keel Auditorium, I remember seeing, getting to see Bruiser Brody a lot. That would have been something to see for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, fuck them weirdos, man. They should have whooped his ass anyway. No, absolutely. He got what he deserved. <laughs> That's sure. crazy. Hell yeah. Um, so you were just, you just, and so just the fact that it was like intense and like, you know what I mean? People were cursing and fucking crazy. You were like, hell yeah, this is way different than the people yeah, around. I, I love mean, not show. only that, my, my favorites was always the guys that bled a lot. And uh, I remember Harley bleeding a lot. I remember Abdullah bleeding a lot. And of course, Bruiser Brody, I think he bled every fucking week. But, uh, you know, I remember all, uh, all that shit. I can't remember matches i'm just like you guys i've got my brains beat out so much over the years i can't remember matches like i went to the skywalkers in chicago i went to uh super clash 3 in chicago and you'd think that i would remember part of the matches i don't remember shit about nothing but uh yeah uh, i'll give you the rundown so i lived in florida illinois and an hour and a half to the west was St. Louis, and uh, of course they had um, a wrestling at the chase like we just talked about. Then there was always some kind of little spot shows, like I remember I got to see Abdullah versus Bruiser Brody in Centralia, Illinois, uh, Dale Mann's company came through Salem, you know, little shit like that. And then an hour to the south was ICW, which was Angelo Poffo's um, company, and you know it had Ryan, it was Randy Macho Man Savage, Leapin' Lanny, um, Crusher Broomfield, who later later became One Man Gang, uh, Cowboy Bob Orton, you know, shit like that. George Winecroft, yeah. and then an hour and a half to the east was Evansville, Indiana. And they had CWA, which later became USWA. You know, Jerry the King Lawler, Bill Dundee, Sheep Herders, Moondogs, shit like that. Five hours to the north was Chicago that just had every fucking thing. Uh, World Class would come through there. And I didn't know why World Class Championship Wrestling out of Texas would be coming there. But later on in life, I found out that Buddy Roberts from the Freebirds lived in Chicago so that's why they would go there. Um, WCW, WWF, uh, AWA would all come through Chicago. But my favorite company in Chicago was one called Windy City Wrestling. Because they did like obscure matches. They did like Sergeant Slaughter took on Colonel De Beers in a boot camp match. Um, Abdullah took on Frank the Tank. They had... Bam Bam come in only to do a 20-man battle royal. But uh, the two main events that I remember the most was they had uh, Bruiser Brody versus John Nord, the Barbarian, later on. And they had uh, the first battle of the Bam Bams. Bam Bam toward Terry Gordy took on Bam Bam Bigelow. If you get the video of... Battle of the Bam Bams from Windy City Wrestling. If you look on the front row, you will see one 20 year old Madman Pondo sitting ringside. <laughs> That's dope. Hell yeah. That's crazy. So you were so so obviously you're super into it. You're you're right in kind of the center of the mecca of like 
what some people would even refer to as like a, a heyday of wrestling. So you're getting it literally from all angles where you grew up. It's all around you. Right. Well, uh, I- I'll tell you how bad it was for me. Like we went to my family. We went to Florida all the time. And at Universal Studios, they had this company. I can't even remember what the call letters was. But uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was there. But he wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme there. I can't remember what he was. Uh, not Jean-Claude. I'm sorry. Rob Van Damme. Yeah. Rob Van Damme was there. And I don't remember what company or what uh, name that he used. And then uh, there was this guy, Frank the Freight Train something. And... Uh, Mondo Clean, which became uh, Johnny Demento later, you know. So you would think a kid that went to Universal Studios couldn't wait to ride those rides, but I would I would go to the wrestling because they had two shows a day at Universal Studios. Awesome. I cannot remember what the name of the company was, though. That's all right. So, so obviously you're super into it. You're loving it. Was it immediate that you were like, I want to do this? Or like, was there like a moment in time where you're like, I can't do this? I will, I I will this? tell you how, I will tell you how long it was ago. In school, in grade school, uh, they handed out these papers and it said, draw one of what you want to be when you grow older. And kids were drawing cops and, and, uh, firemen and of course the kiss ass kids was drawing teachers and shit like that mine was the only one that had a wrestling ring with two stick figures going at each other and I put I'm gonna be a professional wrestler and my mom has that paper somewhere she doesn't know what she did with it but if that's not proof to you that I told myself what I was gonna be and became one you know I wish my mom knew where that paper was. Yeah, because you know half them kids that drew cops and lawyers and firefighters, they didn't go. They didn't grow up to be any of them. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But you made but, that. Uh, factory workers mostly in my hometown. Yeah, there's a lot of that. In, uh, especially in that area right there. Yeah. So you, uh, so obviously you, you were, um, I guess you started after high school. So it wasn't like you weren't, like wrestling in school like some people do nowadays you were just a fan right well uh i got a job at a video store and these two guys came in and they was going to the uh wcw school and they came in and asked me if i wanted to go with them and at that time i was like hell yeah i couldn't wait but then i found out that this was the fucked up part it was $1,500 to go to the school, but those guys told me that it was, uh, let's see, 15 times 3, uh, 4,500. It was 4,500 to go to that school. Well, what they was basically doing was they wanted me to pay for them to go to that school, and I wasn't doing that. Well, I found out about that, so that, that dream pretty well died there. Then uh, going to those Windy City uh, wrestling shows, they had a school, and I had a meeting with Sam DeCiro, and back then, man, I was I was making shit money. Uh, I had an old Malibu Classic that wouldn't dent 
a, you know, you could hit that with a wall, and the wall would get more damage than what that damn thing had. So you can imagine the gas mileage it was getting. But finally, uh, I'm I'm back in Florida, Illinois. I uh, I have a wife and a kid, and one of my one the, the same guy that I told you w- would take me to the wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. He had a college teacher as a friend. His name was Milt Smith, and uh, Milt Smith. Uh, came to the video store that I worked at and said, hey, I have a professional wrestler that that's in my class. And I said, holy shit, get the guy's telephone number. So he got me the guy's telephone number. I went to Only Central College and, and met with the guy. And uh, I started wrestling school straight after that. I started wrestling school when I was, uh, I think, 18 years old. And started wrestling when I was 20 years old. June 24th, 1989 was my first match. Awesome. And that's, you were, uh, you were originally with the original Foolish Foreigner? Is that your... Uh, no, I was always Madman Pondo. Um, stupid, uh, Gajin means stupid foreigner. And that didn't happen until Japan. Uh... Me and Too Tough Tony was, uh... Bakugajin in Japan. Gotcha. Fucking internet telling me lies. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, yeah. <laughs> that, if you're going on my Wikipedia page, I say that I can speak fluent Japanese, and that's a bunch of shit. I, I cannot speak fluent Japanese at all. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so when you start, obviously you're. Uh, so, what did you get started with? What was the first? Uh, um, like your first, I guess, professional wrestling. That was the the, the the guy's name that trained me. His name was Bud Chapman. Uh, rest in peace. He's he's passed away now. And for my birthday, he told me if I sold, I don't know, so many tickets that he would let me wrestle on my birthday. And uh, within a week. I'd already sold $200 worth of tickets. By the time the show happened, it, w- it was probably close to $400 worth of tickets. So, of course, they was going to let me wrestle, whether I was ready or not. And it was my birthday, so they, they felt inclined to let me. Albion, Illinois, June 24th, 1989, in their high school, I wrestled the Avalanche who later became Melvin Penrod Jr. and was one half of the U.S. Tag Team Champions with uh, the the straight-A... He was the straight-A student, Melvin Penrod Jr., and he was teamed with a teacher, C.W. Burstrom. It was kind of a stupid gimmick, but anyway, he still was one half of the tag champs. So, uh, because I sold that many tickets, they let me on the show, but they let me be first match which was a huge mistake that they didn't realize was going to be that huge. Not really a mistake, because I still got the money for the tickets, but everybody went, you know, that I sold tickets to was there to watch me wrestle. Yeah. As soon as that first match got done and my match got done, I bet more than half of the people left, and, and by the main event, there wasn't that many people, but... uh they started realizing that, like, holy shit, this guy's selling tickets. So that's how I got bumped up the card a little bit when I first started out. That's crazy. 
It's like it's like the local bands now. <laughs> hey, exactly. They sell the tickets and then their people leave. Stay for the whole show, guys. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So then, uh, so I guess before we get too far, the name Madman Pondo was that like? What is, were you a fan of Abdullah? Is that how that? I heard that um, story. Or is that well? Of course, I was a, a fan of Abdullah because he was a bleeder. But so there's a movie out there. It's called The Party Animal, and the DVD is discontinued. But you can watch the whole thing on YouTube if you ever feel the need. Uh, but like I said, I worked at video stores when I. That was my first three jobs, three different video stores. So I was taking free movies home all the time. And one of them was a movie called The Party Animal. And a bunch of my friends came over and we all watched it. And it is a movie about a guy, 11-year-old, 11-year college student named Pondo Sinatra, who was in college for 11 years but had never been laid. So in my high school, they would call me Pondo because of the never getting laid part. So it was either fight all the time or get used to the name. So I said, fuck it. I got used to the name. So Pondo was my nickname in high school. And then I always wanted to, you know, love the crazy guys, but uh, crazy was taken, maniac was taken. Um, you know, all the crazy names was taken, but Madman wasn't really taken all that much. Of course, that was a second name for Abdullah, Madman from Hussain, from Sudan, but I went ahead and incorporated it in my name so that it's Madman Pondo. So from now on, when you hear somebody talk about Madman Pondo, you're going to know that it's just a crazy virgin. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, it's definitely, yeah, definitely uh, stuck for sure. Definitely uh, did that. So you were, I guess, as the story goes, in the beginning, you were like, uh, you were, you like, you mentioned Abdullah the butcher. You loved him because he was a bleeder, and that's kind of what you became was the bleeder, right? Which right. traditional wrestling, that's not really a thing. Is that what kind of right. led you to the Japanese stuff and, um, like, how did that whole time? I don't know the exact timeline, but I know you did like huge stuff in Japan and then you linked up with JCW and all that which kind of coincides with the you know like they did the Strangle Mania with those videos from over there and stuff like that so that's kind of where your career started flourishing is like because you were known as the bleeder guy and that's what they wanted in these types of wrestling right yeah I, like I said Bud Chapman was a good guy good trainer good place to start but he was a technical uh, basic wrestler and really I didn't want to be that I wanted to be like I told you guys in your face I wanted to be the center of attention everywhere I went so I moved on to other companies and uh, I don't know if you guys know what tape trading is but I was a pretty big tape trader and I had a whole bunch of Wing and FMW videotapes. And those are what got my blood pumping. Like the, the, the barbed wire bats and the barbed wire ropes and the exploding barbed wire and the fire matches and all that. So that's what I wanted to be. So to begin with, uh, I would try and talk my friends into... Hey man, at the next match, let's let's take the ropes down and let's wrap barbed wire around. 
And this is back when we was getting paid nachos and a Coke. So a lot of my friends really didn't want to mess with that stuff, scar their bodies for some chips and some soda. So it was really difficult to, I mean, I knew that it would turn into something bigger, but of course my friends at the time that I was wrestling with did not see the big picture. So it took me a while to finally figure that out. Well then, fuck this guy, but Ian Rotten, uh, if you, it depends on who you talk to. If you talk to him, he quit, but if you talk to everybody else in this world, he got fired. <laughs> and the minute I found out that he wasn't at ECW anymore, I searched him out, I found him, and then me and him went on the road and we started doing uh, death matches in New Jersey and Philly and, of course, Kentucky and Indiana. And uh, it just picked up from there. And, and next thing I know, I was in Cleveland doing them. I was in Tennessee doing them. You know, I was I was, I was was doing all these death matches everywhere. And uh, so me and that guy did a thumbtack death match for Malcolm Monroe in Michigan. Sweet Daddy Malcolm Monroe. And uh, these two guys with dreadlocks came over and started telling me, you know, how how fucking cool that was and all this. And I, I I'm gonna, I ain't gonna lie, I had no idea who these guys was. But uh, they wrestled that night on the card as Hector Hatchet and the Sewer Dweller. So they they wanted to talk to Ian, but if you remember the Stranglemania videotape they had put pictures of Ian and Axel on that videotape mm-hmm. and they hadn't asked him if they could do it. So he was pissed at him. He wanted money out of them and all that shit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, when he wasn't around, they started talking to me and... You know, they said, hey, that match that you did out there, we did a videotape of that shit. And and uh, they gave me a Super Balls t-shirt and a CD, uh, uh, Tunnel of Love. They gave me the Tunnel of Love CD that I listened to on the way home. And I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. This sounds pretty cool. And uh, I remember Violent J at the time telling me, Someday we're going to do something big and we want you with us. And I was like, hell yeah, you know. But you hear so much shit, you don't believe shit, you know. I mean, it's everyday life, but it's especially in wrestling. People will tell you anything just to 
just to get you to pay attention to them. So it's not like I, I thought that that was a lie, but you know, I didn't think that anybody would really look at me like, "Hey, we're gonna do something with you someday." So then it's funny. Uh, I'm walking around the mall in O'Fallon, Illinois. You guys familiar with that mall? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I'm walking around that mall, and I'm seeing kid after kid wear an ICP t-shirt. And I'm like, holy shit. That's those guys. And I didn't know how to get a hold of them. Um, Finally, they did Stranglemania Live. And they told Dan Curtis, no matter what, figure out how to get a hold of Madman Pondo. Well, they got a hold of me through Ian Rotten and uh, Ox Harley came with us. And we did a three-way on that show of nothing but hardcore bumps, you know, mainly me. Those guys, yeah, they, they cut themselves, but they was bumping me through all this shit. But I wrestled twice that night because... Uh, my ex-wife, Lady Vendetta, was supposed to go with us, and something happened where she couldn't go. So I also wrestled Angel in the Thumbtacks, and then I came back in that three-way match. And uh, then Hellfire, their second wrestling show. Well, they was doing um, wrestling shows out of their warehouse. I don't know if you guys was aware of that or not. But their, their first show in uh, St. Andrews Hall... Stranglemania yeah. live I was on and then Hellfire I was on and then JCW the first one was also back in St. Andrews Hall I was on that and then they set up a JCW tour and I went on tour with them well uh, I was scheduled to go to Japan the same time that this tour happened and it was really a toss up I'm like man I really want to go to Japan but I really want to go on this tour so I went ahead and I went on the tour with JCW and then Japan picked me up after the tour and then uh, of course I was over there doing the same shit landing on light tubes and barbed wire and bleeding all over the place and things just picked up and here I am Madman Pondo today talking to you guys on your web po- on your podcast that's awesome man we crazy. appreciate it for sure <laughs> it's, it's a crazy story um and you, like, so when you were uh, coming up, and, like, prior to meeting, uh, you know, Joe and Joey at that event, and, you know, obviously your involvement later on, you were actually with, you were with, like, Terry Funk and Corp, and, like, those were your, like, you guys all kind of came from the same area, right? Like, you kind of, did you kind of, like, bring them with you? Is that how that went? Uh, not Terry Funk. Terry Funk was out of Texas, but, um. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, no, uh. I did get Chris Hero and and Isaiah. I mean, there was a few guys that I got booked, but uh, um, Two Tough Tony, Tony. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Two Tough, yeah. Uh, Two Tough Tony. He uh, he more or less got himself booked because I, me and him was fighting at the time, and I really didn't care to be around him. But he came down with Ian Rotten. And he was doing corkscrew planches and moonsaults and shit like that. So he got his own job before the JCW tour. I didn't get him his job with, with JCW. And then uh, Tony uh, later on got Corporal his job with JCW. I had nothing to do with either of those two getting a job there. But uh, 
as far as I know, um, well, not as far as I know, I do know that uh, one tour I, I did two shows for, and, uh, JCW tours, and then I went to Japan, but I, I've done all the rest of the JCW tours and have been on all 20 of the Gathering of the Juggalos. So I'd say that I pretty well must have impressed somebody to still be um, part of JCW. No, absolutely. I mean, it, with JCW, man, you're a fuck. I mean, you're a legend. Like, you are JCW at this point, <laughs> right? Uh, I just <clears throat> like having a good time, and a whole bunch of people noticed along the way. You know, I mean, no, hell that yeah. legend shit. Terry mm-hmm. Funk's a legend. Rick Flair's a legend. Man, man, Pondo's just a jack off the legs. Have a good time, guys. So it's Terry but it's, but he's a juggalo legend. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There like, you go. There you go. It's like especially in wrestling. It's like Pondo. Rude boy, corp almost, but then he messed everything up and went downhill. We're not, but you know what I'm saying. But you've obviously stood the test of time, and you know, same. I mean, Rudy for the most point, but he, you know, he does other shit too. But yeah, I mean, you're. It's like you and Too Tough Tony or our JCW. Yeah, and Kevin oh, Gill's the announcer, even though he's not. <laughs> he's not around anymore either, but he'll always be known as the, <laughs> as the announcer. That's right. What were you gonna say, Ruth? I was going to ask, is Terry Funk really that big of a badass as everybody says he is? Terry Funk, um, his work punches, I would I would hate to take a real punch because, uh, <laughs> you know, when people say Terry Funk's punches look so real, guess what? There's a reason for that. They were real. But, he, <laughs> but he's such a good guy, and, and uh, I'm sure that if he punched me his full force, he would have done a lot more damage but uh he's old school and and uh i love terry funk i i, I wish i could have wrestled him 20 more times yeah as i say i i hear that like when you guys are like practicing or whatnot he, it's not like he's not holding nothing back he's 100 percent doing what he normally does in the ring in practice he is the man um so i guess back it up a little bit again Outside of the wrestling world, I want to I want to know a little bit more about uh, your journey into Skull Talk and uh, Mr. Jerry Springer and that whole uh, fun time of your your career and life. Like how did right. how did that whole thing come about? Is that the, uh, well, um, I used to wrestle at this Kmart building off Dixie Highway in Louisville, Kentucky, and I was doing death matches every Tuesday for four hundred people in this packed K-Bart building and I'm sitting out before the matches or after the matches, I don't remember and this older gentleman probably in his 60s, 65s maybe even 70s sits down and starts telling me what, you know, that he's been going to the Louisville Gardens forever and and, uh, he, he told me how impressed he is with my wrestling and how I get the crowd going and all that. And I was a heel at that time. So I was like, Oh, well, thank you, man. That, you know, that means something. And we got to talking and he said, this wrestling here needs to put their stuff on public access because they have such a terrible wrestling show on there. And I'm, I'm not trying to run them guys down that did have their show on there, but their wrestling wasn't 
the wrestling that this guy was seeing. You know, I'm, I, I'll even admit that in that area, that wrestling was just 100% great. So we got to talking about this public access, and about that time, he says, you know, there's one problem I've got with public access. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, you can get on there and you can cuss and you can say whatever you want. And I'm like, oh no, are you kidding me? And then he said, and you know what else you can do? You can have naked women on public access. I said, I'm appalled. <laughs> and in two weeks, I had my own show on public <laughs> access called Skull Talk, where... I would have naked chicks sit on my lap or, or do um, crazy things, and then I would introduce wrestling matches. And what was funny about that was, here, here's the rules that public access had for your videotape. It was against the law for the FCAA to review your videotape. So the first time it was shown on TV was exactly what it was it was uncensored and but they had rules and if you broke the rules you got kicked off the first rule was you couldn't advertise anything but you could have your web page on there so I had a, a uh, web TV I don't know if you guys are are familiar with web TV back in the day but it was like a keyboard that hooked up to your TV and you had the internet on it yeah. and uh, so I'd, I'd put my web TV address at the at the final credits um, second rule was you couldn't have male penis which wasn't a problem with me because I didn't want to have male penis on my show anyway right. and the third rule was you couldn't show penetration so uh, I just kept pushing the pushing the the envelope with with every episode. You know, I had girls showing their pussy lips finally, and and all types of shit. And then finally, uh, I had a girl. She was using a vibrator on herself and moaning really loud while I'm trying to introduce a match. So finally, I said, shut up, bitch. So she stopped, and I said, here's Madman Pondo versus the Sandman. And then I looked over, and I said, all right, go ahead. And then she started doing it again and moaning again, and then the match happened. But it was penetration, and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> so they called my house and said, hey, we're very sorry, but we're going to have to cancel your show. And uh, they said that you showed penetration. And then I was like, ah, okay. Well, to tell you the truth, I was pretty done with the project by then. Because what you think would only take 10 minutes to get done, which was three uh, shots of me with a naked girl on my lap, would take hours. Because these girls were on their phones, or they had to go smoke a cigarette, or or they was worried about their hair. They don't care about your hair. Just show your tits and your pussy and just... just right. Anyway. And uh, another thing that was really fucked up about it was... Public Access put me in between two religious shows. <laughs> so the first hour was um, some preacher. The second hour was my show. The third hour was a... Uh, uh, church singing choir show. All right, which 
I don't know if they were just trying to drive the church people away, but why fucking do that? Right. So, uh, because my web TV address was on every episode, that preacher that was on before me would just write me and tell me how how fast and how deep into hell that I'm going someday and all this shit. Well, I went to the studio to drop off my videotape one time. And I'm going in, and he's coming out. And we just stared at each other, and we didn't say nothing. I went in, he went out. But, he, of course, he, he had every opportunity to say what he wanted then, but he didn't say shit. But then, after the next episode, went back on web TV and started emailing me. But, yeah, I was pretty done with Skull Talk. But, so the second part of your question, uh, a buddy of mine... Uh, Ace Craft, who was going by the Wicked Jester, he made it on Jerry Springer show, and they asked him if he knew any crazy spontaneous characters. And of course, he called me right away, and they talked <laughs> to me for 15 minutes on the phone. And he showed him some Skull Talk videos, so they was like, "Yeah, we want you." <laughs> so I went there, and the first uh, time I was on Jerry Springer, it was I took my my real 18 year old girlfriend on the show but we said that the 18 year old girlfriend was with Tony I stole her from Tony but then fat fuck barrel boy stole her from both of us <laughs> so that was the first episode and uh, we got in a lot of trouble and I didn't really think about this but I knew that people out there, the Jerry Springer fans, was going to know that me, Mitch, and Tony were wrestlers. Yeah. Especially the Juggalos were going to know that. So I got us all together before we went out, and I said, look, guys, I love you before the show. I love you afterwards. Let's go out there, and let's really punch each other. And, and of course, Fat Fuck Bear Boy, he's like, all right, let's do it. Well, Tony, Pretty Boy Tony was like, wait, what are you talking about? We're going to... We're going to really punch each other in the face? I said, yeah, let's let's show people that we're not fake. Let's, let's punch each other. So that's what we did. But what I forgot was Steve, you know, the bald-headed... Security, yeah. Yeah. He's a real cop. So I got kicked off the show. I couldn't do the question and answering because we were really out there punching each other and... Steve explained to me how he's a cop. He's supposed to arrest us. And I was like, oh, sorry. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but um, the Jerry Springer show was so happy with me. They brought me back on on the guarantee that I wouldn't punch anybody. So this time I took a different 18-year-old girlfriend oh, with me. But uh, I said that I was... Uh, and we took her mother with us. Yeah, I saw that. I, I told everybody that. that I was dating the mom. But... I was having the 18-year-old girlfriend stay home from school and fuck me all day. So, you know, Jerry Springer show is kind of bullshit, but it was very fun. Well, then after that, they asked me the same question they asked my buddy before. They're like, do you know any spontaneous crazy characters? Well, shit, I'm in the wrestling business. I know a ton of them motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah, I was right? Say, which one do you want me to call? Yeah, so I started... Uh, just getting my friends booked on a free trip to Chicago with a meal at the House of Blues, getting them a little change, you know, a little bit of money for doing it, 
but then I was getting a hundred dollars a person. So I was making six hundred, eight hundred, seven hundred dollar checks uh, week after week. But the problem with the Jerry Springer show was you was on call all the time. If they needed somebody at three or four in the morning, they called you and and they expected you to get them somebody. Or, you know, if you're if you're, it didn't matter what you were doing. They expected you to answer that phone and and get them somebody. So. After a while, I just got bored of it and, and uh, stopped messing with the Jerry Springer show. But looking back, I probably should have just said, you know, all right, I can put up with this and still made those checks. But that's also when I was going to Japan and I was making pretty good money doing that. So I really didn't care about it. So, yep, that's my skull talking oh. Jerry Springer stories. <laughs> that is that's crazy. Yeah, I, well, I, I literally watched it today with the. With the, oh, I was fucking her, but now I'm fucking her. What would you do? That shit was funny. So. Yeah, that shit's hilarious, man. So, yeah, with, speaking of the Japan like that, so you did, the, was it Big Japan Pro Wrestling? Is that what you were part yeah, of? Yeah, Big Japan. Like, that was huge, right? I mean, you were, that was like. It was so huge. Um, uh, Big Japan was selling out Corgan Hall show after show. And uh, me, Tony, Necro Butcher, Toby Klein and Masada, we would go for Big Japan, but we would go for months at a time, three months at a time, two months at a time, and uh, we we were so popular that it's a big rule when you fly to Japan, you're only supposed to work for the company that you fly over there for. You can ask any other wrestler that goes over for Zero One, Noah, blah blah blah. They won't let them go to other companies. But uh, we were over there for months at a time, and me and my crew, which is the same guys that I just mentioned to you, were pretty popular that Big Japan was like, okay, go ahead and go make some more money at other companies and then come back to us. And uh, it worked out great. So we was working, uh, we was working zero, uh, um, what was it, Kaintai? We was working for Kaintai. Uh, I did Onita's retirement match, not versus Onita, but I, I me and Mr. Pogo took on Ricky Fuji and uh, Gosaka. And me and Mr. Pogo went over on Onita's retirement match. I was freaking out. You know, we just did all these companies, and we uh, another one we worked for. It's called Fuck. Fighting Ultimate Crazy Kings. Imagine that. It took some Japanese guys to figure out those call letters, but that was <laughs> that was always awesome. And we would wear the fuck T-shirts, and people would be like, "Why well, you got that T-shirt on for?" I said, "Fighting Ultimate Crazy Kings," and then you know nobody could argue with that. So Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you know, there was just so much going on, but uh, we got to go where we wanted to go, and and uh, we figured out that if you go to Tokyo, you can buy an English train map. Uh, map, and uh, you know, we was just going all over the fucking country, having good times everywhere we went. It was more or less like just going on a big vacation than it was work. That's awesome. Yeah, I know it was super huge. Like, I remember everybody talking about it. I remember when you used to show up to the. Uh... We'd see you show up to gatherings with uh, with all your little Japanese girls. We were like, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> so yeah, cool. I married one. That's that was the biggest mistake ever. Like, <laughs> Japanese women supposed to be servant to their men. I met the one motherfucker. I never heard of that shit in her damn life. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> well, at least you had an awesome time out there wrestling. I mean, that's huge, man. That's Yeah, I've been to, to Japan. Japan, Germany, England, Australia, and Mexico, and of course Canada, and I can drive over too, but I've done death matches in all those countries, uh, death matches in Puerto Rico, of course all over America, so yeah, I've had a pretty good time. Yeah, that's huge, man, that's super awesome. And obviously you've, re- I mean, you've wrestled in pretty much anyone I can name at this point, is there, uh, I guess, is there anyone out there that you've always... Uh, wanted to wrestle that you never got a chance to well there's a new guy named well of course Bruiser Brody but that'll never happen I mean I think if Bruiser Brody was still alive today he would still be making money but uh there's there's all these new guys uh Slack I'd like to work Slack uh G Raver um trying to go over all the guys but uh I, I, I watched Great Sasuke take a bump on saw blades, so I would love to wrestle the Great Sasuke, and um, I'm sure there's plenty of more. And if I've if I've left your name out, don't blame me. Blame the guys who's beat my brains out over the years. <laughs> right? Too many stop signs to the head. Well, I'm the one using the stop sign on other heads, yeah. but chair shots and. And uh, just landing on the fucking noggin. I mean, you know, I, I'm not the smartest, smartest guy, but I can remember some things. Just not uh, like I'll go in another room and and forget what the fuck did I come in this room for? I <laughs> we mean, all that's, do that shit. Yeah, I just that's just part of getting older, I guess. All right. Um. So I want to go. I want to. I'm gonna. Well, maybe you remember this. Um. I think it'd be a cool. I feel like something people might want to be interested in is uh, obviously teaming up with JCW. They ended up doing the uh, linking up with Kevin Gill and them doing the backyard wrestling video games, which you're a playable character in, which has to be pretty cool still to this day. How did I'm that not only a playable thing? character, I am the the main boss through the first. Well, uh, to to beat the game, you got to beat me and the two TV studio. But then you got to do it all over again, and then you get Tom Dub the second time. Yeah. But it's pretty cool being the main boss, you know. Okay. And uh, the commercial that was on TV, that was 
that was me that would would say uh shit i can't remember what i would say now and then um yeah man that that video game i, I went to uh England with that video game. I went to Japan with that video game, advertising it. Uh, California a few times. I mean, yeah, that, that video game was. A lot of guys in professional wrestling hate me for being a bleeder, but not all of them are on fucking video games right. like I am. So <laughs> go fuck themselves. You Absolutely. know. No, that's huge. I mean, that's. I don't care what you do. You know, whether you're a wrestler or any whether you know. Whatever career path you may choose, I don't think anybody would be like, oh, that's fucking dumb. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm in a fucking video game. That's badass. Well, I mean, let's go over the list. So, the video game, the Jerry Springer. Um, I was in a horror movie with Robert England. Um, fucking touching chicks that I got no business putting my hands on. <laughs> you know, all, all types of shit that there's so many perks. I'm just a small town kid from Florida, Illinois. And uh, every time I get to do something different, I freak out more and more. Oh, yeah, man. That's super awesome. So, and obviously, we, we, we touched on some stuff here. And I, I, hopefully, we're not done talking. But um, I definitely wanted to plug. You have your autobiography out, too. The Memoirs of a Madman. I do. Uh, mem- memoirs of a Madman. And uh, it's 200 and... 34 pages of pictures of me and stories that that I've I've remembered over the years. Some embarrassing, some not. Uh, There's, I I was in the comic book from the Bloody Midgets. That's four pages of out of that comic that I'm in. Um, I like to fuck with scammers on Facebook. There's a scammer conversation in that book. And there's plenty of pictures all the way through it. And I'm not much of a book reader. Actually, I have uh, the only books that I read was the ones that school made me read. But I had to read my book, and I was pretty entertained reading my book. So I'm hoping other te- people are entertained. And uh, if you're interested in that book, it's called Memoirs of a Madman. The cover was done by Sayazawa out of Japan, who designs a bunch of the hardcore guys' T-shirts. And you can pick that up at Amazon.com, or you can go to EatSleepWrestle.com, and John Cosper will uh, probably answer. Well, he pro- won't probably. He'll answer you, and he can get you an autographed copy of the book. There you go. That's even cooler. That's at what? Where is it at again? Um, the first one, Amazon.com, and then. Uh, for Amazon.com, for the first three weeks, I was the uh, number one wrestling book on uh, sold on there. But there wasn't another wrestling book sold that was new. So, But hey, number one is number one. Fuck it, I'll take it. There you go. And yeah. then um, the second one was EatSleepWrestle.com. Talk to John Cosper about getting an autographed copy. There you go. Yeah, definitely check it out. And you got a fun... Uh, the the forward is from... Uh, our good buddy, the uh, shitty Ninja Turtle movie guy. Vanilla Ice, that's it. <laughs> Which is fun. They'll give you, if you go to Amazon, you can get like a free sample so you can know how good the book is too. You know channel. what's funny about that forward? I I didn't know Vanilla Ice remembered that story, but he, he did and, and he put that in there. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's super funny, man. Yeah, Rob's a good dude. That's funny as hell. He's so good. He's such a, such a nice guy. 
Um, somebody mentioned in our chat earlier. I don't know if they were giving me shit because they've been clowning in this fucking chat tonight. Uh, uh, where the hell is it? There's what been a they? lot of shit talking in that chat. Yeah. These are your buddies. You guys are here. getting shit talkers about me? <laughs> They're just being stupid. Diamond Charge Gaming and Terry Harper. Oh. Um, uh, what did he say? Terry Harper can go fuck herself. <laughs> Something uh, about a breadstick. What was the question? The breadstick of doom? Is that a real question? I don't know if it's a real oh, question. Oh, the breadstick. Um, yeah, there was a promoter out of Indianapolis, and uh, he booked me and my ex-wife now, Lady Vendetta, um, booked us in Spencer, Indiana. And when he booked me, he's like, yeah, I'll give you this amount of money and you can just come in and take on one of my students and have a easy match and then I'll give you pay you and you can go on home. And I, I was like, hell yeah, that's a great idea. So then when I got there, kind of find out I was main event in the cage with that particular promoter and uh, I, it's not what I was told. I was told that I was going to get to wrestle and go home. So I'm sitting in the dressing room and some of his crew come in and I say, hey, how long was those uh, posters made out there? Because the poster said clearly main event, Madman Pondo versus the Indiana Kid in a steel cage. And they was like, oh man, we've been putting them all over town for months now. So then that I put two to two together. He had uh, advertised me and him in a cage, but he didn't have a me. He didn't book me. Damn. But then he did book me and said, yeah, I'm just going to have you take on one of my students. Well, when I got there, and this was before internet, you know, was real, real huge. Yeah. So I didn't even see those flyers until I got to the arena. Well, me and my wife at the time, the week before, did an autograph session at Little Caesars Pizza. I looked down inside my wrestling bag, and there was a stale breadstick. So, I took picked up that breadstick, and I started taping the end of it, end of it. And my wife said, "What what are you doing with that?" And I said, "Just put this in your tights. When I ask you for it, give it to me." So we're in this steel cage, and I let him do his thing first he put my head into the cage and i'm bleeding and all that well now it's my turn and uh i asked her for that breadstick and i'm gouging him in his head and you know i'm I'm putting it in his eye and and whatever this is is making him bleed i threw it out into the crowd so the crowd sees it coming and they all get out of the way and boom it hits the floor and it breaks everywhere and everybody's like that's a fucking breadstick. <laughs> yes. So I just made this dude bleed all over everything with a breadstick, threw it out to the crowd, and, you know, moral of the story is, if you got to book me, book me, don't fuck with me. Otherwise, I'm going to find ways to fuck with you. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. a fucking breadstick. It's a fucking breadstick, man. <laughs> Bleeding all over the place. Yes. That's fucking great. <laughs> um... Oh, IWA. Are you, you? Is that you own that? Is that your IWA thing? East Coast? I yeah. I started IWA East Coast and uh, I ran it for I think five years, maybe six. 
and uh, it was really successful. We was running out of the rec center in South Charleston, West Virginia, doing 250, 300, 400 people a show. And uh, then I moved to Louisville. So when I moved to Louisville, I told everybody that was high up in IWA's coast of company, I said, uh, now look, here's the things you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go to the radio like me and talk on the radio. You're going to have to get the flyers made and pass the flyers out. And, of course, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. But, of course, nobody did that. So the high numbers that we was getting at IWA's Coast just kept declining because I, I was driving back and forth from uh, Louisville to Charleston for the shows. So we was doing two, three, four hundred. Next thing I know, the next show I went, it was one fifty. Next show I went, uh, maybe seventy five. And then finally, we did a J.C. Bailey Memorial match, and we let J.C.'s dad sell the tickets. That way, he knew all the money was going to him. And we sold less than fifty tickets for that show. Made me look like a fucking ass. So I didn't do like stupid fucking promoters in this area. I didn't have a DVD uh, sale to save the company that I that I never was going to get rid of anyway. I didn't uh, beg my crowd for money. I didn't do nothing like that. I just shut it down. I didn't. I didn't do another show. And uh, so maybe a year. After that, Scott Milan and Michael Tawny, Michael Fat Ton Tawny, called me on the phone and said, hey, we're going to start our own company, but we was wondering if we could use the IWA's Coast name. And I was like, yeah, you guys can have it. I'm not coming back to it. And they was like, well, we was wondering if you would run the locker room. And I was like, yeah, I'll run your locker room. So IWA's Coast, uh, after a year of hiatus, had another show. So, I'm driving from Louisville to Charleston, and I just gave my company away, and I had this knot in my throat, and I was like, man, I can't believe I gave my company away. And then at the end of the night, something happened that had never happened on any of the other IWA's Coast shows. I got paid. And I was like, fuck, why did I wait so long to do this? <laughs> But Michael Tawny, he, uh, Fat Tawny, he runs it now. And um, no matter how many people's in that crowd, everybody gets their money. Just like when I was running it, um, there's a fucking rotten guy out there who said that he wasn't getting money from me. He got every bit of his money, every fucking show. And uh, Michael Tawny, Fat Tawny's doing the same thing. So uh, IWA's Coast is still alive, and they've got a school now. So. Hopefully we can get the Masters of Pain going again. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, that's good to hear. And you're still, uh, I guess the last I heard, you're still doing, obviously there's not a lot going on right now with all the quarantines and stuff, but you're still obviously uh, part of JCW and you're doing training for whatever stuff they have going on if they have stuff going on too, right? Uh, no training. Well, um, the last time they did a training school, it was me and the Chris Brothers running the school and uh basically what that is that's just uh, a bunch of guys getting together and if they do good they get to be in a battle royal on the show but uh yeah i'm still part of jcw i would have i would have been on jcw this year 
if if there was a gathering. I was on uh, JCW last year. It was me, Isaiah, and Weedman took on Sabu, Shane Douglas, and uh, uh, Sandman. It was JCW versus ECW. And uh, I was already booked on this one, JCW, for this year. But, of course, fucking COVID. There's no gathering. So, who knows when JCW is coming back. But, yeah, I'm still I'm still wrestling. Uh, I, I do Horror Slam, which is a deathmatch company. Um, Resistance Pro is coming back in Florida. And uh, I still work strictly insane pro wrestling in Crossville, Illinois. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, 50, and I don't move as fast as I did, but I'm still wrestling and still keeping my name alive out there. Hell yeah. Ain't no stopping the madman. That's right. That's awesome, man. That's that's Stuff like that, is just, it's inspiring for people out there, man. You just don't stop. You've, done, you've already done so much, but yet you're still continuing to do it. And then, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, you're out there slinging pizza in a, in a quarantine, so you just don't stop. Well, <laughs> I... I'm the biggest guy about wanting to live on even after I die. And I don't feel like I've done enough for to stay in people's minds. You know, I mean, um, I've never been on a major... Well, I say that. I, I'm, so I was a Rosebud three times. I did a, a, a job match for Impact. But basically, I've never... Here in America been on any of the major networks on TV. Of course, I was on Samurai TV in Japan all the time. And uh, I've got JCW here. Uh, keeps my name alive. Um, all the companies in um, America. Uh, I'm a JCW Hall of Famer. I'm a GCW Hall of Famer. And soon to be, which the COVID stopped at ASW Hall of Famer. So, I just want to keep doing things and keeping my name alive. That way, when I pass away, people will still know who Madman Pondo is. And that's that's a lot. You know, the book, I'm hoping people read the book and, and that keeps their mind fresh. I just, I just don't want to be one of those guys that fade out. I can understand that. Absolutely. Well, like I said, I mentioned earlier, man, you're definitely a legend in the Juggalo world, especially the Juggalo wrestling. I mean, that's... There's there's not too many more names that are synonymous with that. Um, I was gonna ask you about that too. Like you mentioned, you haven't been on any of the, uh, you know, the big mainstream wrestling stuff in America. Uh, I I don't know if how much if you wanted to talk about it or not, but I know a big one. She was uh, she was you know I guess with you, and then became a big star with Crazy Mary Dobson, and then she got yeah recently. I know that she, was a big thing. She. Uh... Man, I pulled her out of a backyard here, and and uh, she was living in Clarksville, Indiana. No, Jeffersonville. She was living here in Jeffersonville, Indiana, and uh, she, I was living in Charlestown, Indiana. And she wrote me and said, uh, you know, we didn't even know each other. She wrote me and said, hey, I'm a big fan. Uh, I would love to get trained by you. And I wasn't no trainer. I mean, monkeys can do what I can do, you know. So, I was wrestling in Charlestown, Indiana at that time. And I told her about it. Well, she didn't even know there was wrestling in Charlestown, Indiana. So, her, her boyfriend, and like four of their friends all came to that show. And those two wanted to get trained. 
Sarah and her boyfriend at the time. Well, like I said, I'm no trainer, so I gave him to Mickey Knuckles, and Mickey Knuckles started training them, and I don't know, something happened there, and uh, so I started taking them on the road. Well, then the boyfriend, he kept asking questions, you know, like I'd say, hey, I got us booked in this town, and Sarah would be like, hell yeah, but the boyfriend would be like, oh, well, how much are we going to get paid? I'm like, motherfucker, you just started training. What are you worried about that for? Just fucking... Anyway, so uh, she left him and she got with me. And I don't know if you guys, I mean, I pulled her out of the backyard. And, and uh, what I did was I fireballed her career and I knew how to do it. I knew um, going to Japan, she would get good recognition in America and people would start using her. Um, I started a company called Girl Fight for her. That way, she could network with bigger names and work with bigger names. And and uh, so, whether she wants to admit it or not, which she fucking don't, she doesn't mention my name at all, which is a real piece of shit move on her part. Um, I'm the one that helped her get where she is today. And uh, what, what was my point with that? Anyway, in her five, six years... She's already been to Ring of Honor, Shimmer, Shine, um, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, uh, all that shit, you know. And the thing about it is, people know that I'm the reason. So, she's been married, I think, for two years now, maybe three. And me and her, we really don't talk. She doesn't... She's done... uh, interviews and podcasts she doesn't mention my name at all which is a real piece of shit move on her side but um the thing about it is me and her we don't associate but people still associate us together if you search my name on google there it is me and her um if you search my name on youtube there's mine and hers marriage proposal in the ring you know so i get it that people uh, associate us together. Hell, we was JCW tag champs together. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, but, me personally, I'm not a huge wrestling fan. The only reason I even knew her name was because of you, and I didn't even know Sarah Logan or Sarah Rowe. I only knew Crazy Mary, my co-host here, to tell me that what her current. <laughs> I didn't. I just knew her as Crazy Mary because of JCW and because of you. right. But I don't well, follow mainstream wrestling. Just me. That's the thing. I mean, I don't. You, you asked me about it, and. So many people ask me about it. So many people write me on Facebook about her. So many people, no matter where I go, I'm never going to get away with that, away from that name or that right. girl. But um, it used to bother me. It don't bother me no more because uh, she just more or less. She talks about how she saved her money and flew to Japan. She didn't save her fucking money. Uh, I gave her three hundred. Um, her friend Waffle gave her four, and my mom gave her four hundred dollars. Now I don't care whether she leaves my name out of it. She puts over Waffle for helping her with the money, but my mom helped her, and that pisses me off that she can't even say, "Well, Pondo's mom helped me" or anything. Right. And you know, she wrecked my grandpa's car while I'm in Australia. Never paid for any of that. Just so much shit, you know. I mean, I basically. Uh, yeah, I answered you, but 
when people ask me about Sarah, I'm always like, why the fuck you want to ask me about her? We're not even together. Yeah. Like, I was at Resistance Pro one time, and this guy came over to me offering me big money for her nudes. Jesus. He's like, do you have nudes? I'm like, oh, fuck well, who are you, and <laughs> why do you want to know that? And, you know, he was wanting to buy her nudes off of me. Well, the nudes that she gave me are for me, and... and uh, they're not for anybody else, so no, I'm not doing that. I'm not selling her nudes, but That's yeah, I mean, I just think it's fucked up that I helped her out so much in her career, but she'll put over the guys who uh, helped her lift weights or her new husband. She'll talk about how, thank God, he, he gave her the confidence in wrestling. Well, mention my name every once in a while. It wouldn't kill you, you know? Right. Absolutely. For sure. It's a huge part of her story. But, oh well. At least you're still out there killing it. You're still doing dope shit. And, you know what I'm saying? The, maybe, you know what I mean? The next person that comes up, based, you know what I mean? That was brought on by you isn't going to be as much of a dick, hopefully. Well, I tell you, uh, I, I'm helping her. Not like I did Crazy Mary, but uh, Billy Starks. She's going to be something in this business. Um, she's young, she's hungry, she trains all the time as much as she can, but uh, keep your eyes and ears out for Billy Starks because she's going to be a star someday. There you go. And you, I was, gonna, I, was, I just want to plug your book again real quick because I know in your book you you there's a, you talk about the the girl fight promotion uh, in depth and how that whole thing came about as well, right? That's correct, and uh, so many other stories. Uh, there, there's a story in there about. Me and, and I can't say her name. I promised her I never would, but we uh, we fucked at the fair. Um, there, there's so many stories, wrestling stories, uh, live stories, Jerry Springer stories. There's, there's, that book is just 248 pages of nothing but Pondo goodness, and you can find it. It's called Memoirs of a Madman. And you can go to Amazon.com or you can go to EatSleepWrestle.com and ask John Cosper about an autographed copy. What were you going to say, Yeah, I got a question. Is there any way that we can get another storyline of the uh, Madman Pond on a Too Tough Tony and a tag team match with each other teaming up for, like, the belts or something in the future? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean... Uh, Tony runs the arena here in Jeffersonville, Indiana, and I live above it. Okay. So, yeah, we see each other all the time. And uh, um, last year, I wanted to tag with Tony at the Gathering of the Juggalos, but it didn't work out. But uh, maybe someday we will. Uh, we got our tag team shit down pat, so it wouldn't be... Uh, unheard of for Bakugai Gene to show up at JCW. It just hasn't happened yet, but who knows? Stay tuned. You never know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see you guys get back in the ring as as tag team partners, at least for one one more match. JCW legends. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heather in the chat room wanted to know, uh, said she's curious when and how you and Tracy Smothers first crossed path. Tracy Smothers, uh, for a guy named Chris Champion. Uh, he was the new breed at USWA, and uh, him and Mark Starr, and then him and Sean Royal was before that. 
I know. I'm sorry. There was a new breed before that at WCW, Chris Champion and Sean Royal, and then the Wild Side at USWA, him and Mark Starr. Well, uh, I was working for Chris Champion, and Tracy Smothers came through, and then I was doing TV tapings in Indianapolis, Indiana. So I asked Tracy to come in, and we wrestled twice for the TV tapings, and we got along real good. And and uh, then that Kmart building, Tracy came through, and we wrestled each other a few times there. And uh, if you ask Tracy, he says I'm his favorite wrestler. He, he says uh, the concrete's afraid of Madman Pondo. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and Tracy Smothers also has a book out right now, and. Um, if you guys buy that book, it's going to help him out a bunch. There's a, if you go to Chris Hero's page, which is Chris Spradlin, there's a, a Tracy Smothers t-shirt on there for sale. Uh, Timothy Denson has some t-shirts on there for sale. Tracy is in the battle of cancer, which cancer fucking sucks, and we all know that, but we can make it a lot easier on Tracy by... Uh, buying his shit and helping him out and helping him in the battle also my buddy the necro butcher he's got some uh, pretty big health problems and we had a benefit show set for him but of course the covid uh cut the shit but if you keep following me once that show gets going again um also buy a ticket to the necro butcher show because it's going to help him out with cash as well absolutely there you go, yeah. Check out the Tracy. Where can they find the Tracy Smother stuff to help them? Um, there's a few places. Timothy Denson, uh, Chris Spradlin, which is Chris Hero or Cassius Ono. And uh, actually, you can get a hold of John Cosper at EatSleepWrestle.com for the book. There you go. Just go to yeah, go there and send them a message or find the books on there. and Or someone will point you in the right direction for sure. Yeah, definitely help these guys out. Um. Okay, so Josh asked. I was kind of going to ask you this too, in general, but uh, I was going to ask you about your craziest gathering uh, story. But he wanted to know if you have any uh, awesome tour stories from the Happy Days tour with Coolio and Kitty and Kama of the JCW. Happy well, Days tour. Uh, I'll tell you this: Coolio had asked me to go to that tattoo shop with him that day, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, during the day. We have to make chicken boys to throw out during chicken hunting and and make sure all the stage stuff is, is uh, straight. So I didn't get to go to the tattoo shop with Coolio, but I definitely would have told him about two Gs in the word juggalo if, if okay. I would have been able to do that. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I got pretty close with Coolio. I, I tell you, me, the Thomas Ellis and Weed Man, we were sitting at the lunch table and Coolio sits down. And next thing I know, his ringtone starts playing, and it's Gangster Paradise. And we all just start staring at him, and he said, what? It's a fucking hit. <laughs> but his own, ring, his own ringtone is Gangster Paradise. That's funny as hell. <laughs> that is pretty That's funny. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's a, we, I actually, we ended up running him in the gathering that when he played the gathering that year. It oh, was, we, uh, yeah, we were partying with him for like yeah. an hour and a half. I remember he was hours. rolling out in his fucking limo, handing us some dirty ass Coolio big, shit, big money, big money rustlers, water bottles and shit. Man, he 
uh, we got pretty close and he invited me to come out to California to come to his house. But all I was thinking about, I think that was back when the, the crack addiction was real, real hard and I'll be goddamn if I'm going to get caught at Coolio's house on some kind of fucking charge for that shit. Yeah. So I was like, ah, you know, that's cool. Thanks. But <laughs> that's fucking, you know, that'd be pretty ridiculous. A little crack, crack charge. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Well, I do. I have at least one more question. I'm going to see if anybody in the chat has any question. But uh, we asked all of our guests. We do a lot of musical guests. Obviously, we're, we're old school juggalos. We love music. We interview a lot of music guests. Uh, so essentially, man, I want to know if you have three records that either like inspired you, something you always listen to, maybe when you're training or, you know what I mean, just or you know, sad, happy, whatever it may be, just three records or albums uh, that you just could not live without, what would they be? Man, I you're gonna be so disappointed in me, but I'm I'm not even really that big a music fan. Like uh, I would say the heavy metal soundtrack. I love I loved listening to that. Um, Queen's greatest hits. I listened to that a lot. Uh, and then the rest is the disappointing part, like Weird Al and. And uh, comedy albums and Weird shit like shit, that. Man. We were talking about Weird Al earlier. We, yes, we were. <laughs> but uh, At the beginning of the show. I, here's the thing about me: I, as much as I was not a music fan, I was always a horror movie fan. So, uh, people come to my house and they think they're going to see a bunch of wrestling memorabilia, but there's horror movie shit all around my our room. Uh, I was always a much bigger horror movie fan than I ever was a music fan or a wrestling fan. Uh, to me, horror movies are, are the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I did get a lot of uh, um, inspiration out of that shit. You know, you, you'd see something happen in a horror movie where I would incorporate it in the ring. Or, uh, um,. I mean, just movies in general. Have you ever seen the movie uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. The very last scene, Christopher Lloyd, when he's screaming at the chief who's running across the field after he busted out the window, mm-hmm. hits his head like three or four times with his palm. Well, now you know where Madman Pondo got that shit from. I mean, if you... If you ever see me in the ring, I always hit my head with my palm three or four times. Yeah, uh, something about that Christopher Lloyd doing that. There, there—that's Madman Pondo right there. That's that's awesome. And then uh, oh, yeah. the sheep herders are a big part of the—not the bushwhackers, not when they become stupid, but uh, back when they were the hardcore sheep herders. Mm. There's a lot of that in Madman Pondo, and uh, I mean. Batman Pondo's more movie based than he ever was any music. That's cool. Yeah, I'll say we yeah, we actually had uh, what was it? Uh, Michael Barryman. We had Michael Barryman on the show a couple months ago. Oh yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Um, so what? I guess so. so that's just switch. Yeah. yeah. What would be your top three uh, movies then? We love horror too, man. We have, like I said, we had Barryman on. We had Kane Hodder on. We had Bob, Bill Mosley on. Like, well, have you ever? Uh, uh, you guys are, you guys like trauma films? Absolutely, Uncle Lloyd. Mo- he was on the show Mother's too. Day. But keep plugging us. <laughs> right. Mother's Mother's Day is is my top horror movie. There you go. Um, I really love the way I can Adley fight with each other, and they're adults, 
I think it's a hidden gem. I think the mom was a great actress. I, I love the, the, the Queenie surprise. You know, I really, my favorite movie is Mother's Day. And then everything after that just becomes uh, pretty apparent. You know, I, I was a big Enter the Dragon fan, Revenge of the Ninja fan, or I loved Rambo. I loved, uh, you know, Death Race 2000. Just, I don't know. I'm so random. Like, I love all kinds of movies. I love Aladdin because Robin Williams, not that Will Smith shit, but uh, Robin Williams was probably the best choice for the genie that that ever could have been thought of. Uh, You know, I'm just a movie fan. Like, a lot of people, they they hate on remakes or, you know, I don't hate on remakes because I'm a movie fan. I just love going to the movies and watching movies. Now, there are some remakes that... There are some remakes that was total shit, like the Suspiria new remake. It was okay, in my opinion. I I thought it was better. It was better than I expected it to be. You can't. Yeah, I thought it was a hunk of shit. Yeah, you can't remake that and not have. And then um, you can't do it. uh, Halloween two, Rob Zombie's Halloween two. I thought that was a hunk of shit. Uh, I don't know, but I, I really don't hate on movies. I, I love I, that, that's my thing not music not even wrestling I can just you can uh, put me down with a whole bunch of Blu-rays and I'll be content all day hell yeah well, that's what's up that's cool see we learned we learned something today man yeah, we did I'm we excited. learned a lot I'm excited hopefully everyone else is excited and they go pick up the book at amazon.com 200 pages so when's the sequel coming out cause I know what I said, so when's the sequel coming out? Because I know Madman Pondo's got to have a shit ton of stories. And yeah, way and more not, only, not only did I not put all the stories that I know, hell, I've got a bunch of new stories that's happened. So, yeah, me and John Cosper's in talks with that, but uh, he's also the one who did David Schultz's book. And, of course, he just got done with Tracy's book. And he's got some other uh, books in line, but it's always on the back burner that there's going to be a second to the... Uh, Madman Pondo autobiography. So just stay tuned, and who knows, one year, two year, three years, uh, you'll probably have one. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear it. I actually read. I did, I guess I mentioned earlier. I'm not the biggest fan of wrestling, but I actually read Tom Dub's book. I know there's a lot of Juggalos listening. They know Tom Dub, but <clears throat> I'm just I don't know why I said that, but I did. <laughs> um, that's what's up, man. Well, we definitely appreciate you hanging out. I guess. For all the Juggalos listening, obviously, like I said, you're a JCW legend, whether you want to admit to it or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? I, I mean, I've been to 20 fucking gatherings, so there's all kinds of crazy stories. You've been to 20 gatherings and on tour with ICP and all around the Juggalos. What would be your... You were at the march. You spoke at the march. What would be your craziest Juggalo like experience that you've had over time? There's so, there's so many to even... <laughs> Pinpoint one, or like the first one uh, that pops in your head, I guess. <laughs> like, I no. mean, it's crazy, but there there was this girl who uh, who was letting me more or less charge money to put this glow stick in in uh, either her pussy or her ass, and and she made a pretty good chunk of change. I don't know why, but that's the first one that <laughs> jumped like, out at choose me. Choose your own adventure. Um, hanging out with uh, uh, you guys know Magic 
Latasha. Anyway, uh-uh. um, no. that was a big one. Um, uh, of course, all the con like uh, old dirty bastard. You'll never get to yeah. see old dirty bastard again. But I got nope. to see old dirty bastard. Uh, yeah, I awesome. got to hang out with Shock G from Digital Underground. His I, performance was the um, shit too. That was, I don't I even think that was one of the best performances in Gathering history. That dude was. played for like fucking four hours at like <laughs> two in the morning. Yeah, he fucking killed it. I, I don't even smoke weed, but I, I jumped in on the uh, three six mafia circle of of uh, pass pass give. Hell yeah, man! Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I wrestled Terry Funk and won the JCW title off of him. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty. Good. I ran the. Uh, wet Fago Girl contest for years. I run the Madman Pondo Hardcore Wrestling School for years. Uh, just so many twenty years of of gathering greatness. You you have trouble pinpointing one memory. Yeah, no, that's awesome though. So many so many epic experiences, man. That's super cool. Just hear a little this 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 like that's super dope. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, did you ever get to do anything like with uh, Tommy Dreamer? Well, yeah, I've wrestled Tommy Dreamer. I've tagged oh, with Tommy man. Dreamer. Yeah, I've done a lot with Tommy. We're pretty good friends. I thought you as had. far as I know, unless unless he uh, talks shit that I don't know. But other than that, yeah, I think we're pretty good friends. Yeah, I, th- I thought you guys did shit together. I didn't know. I couldn't remember if you did or not, but I'm pretty sure you guys did. That's awesome, man. Well, hopefully. We got, you know what I mean? The world gets back to normal. I was super excited. You mentioned the old Dirty performance. Yeah. I was looking forward to going back to that spot. We were going back to that yeah. place. That's it. Was, it. That's, gonna, that's exactly what I was thinking. The minute they said we was going back there, uh, it took me a minute to remember where we was going, but then old Dirty Bastard jumped in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's where we was. Yeah. That that was in my, like, that was some of my funnest gatherings, too, like, my my favorite gathering story happened at that place is when we ran into Bushwick Bill in the middle of the woods tripping acid crying. <laughs> couldn't find, he couldn't find us. <laughs> that was Bushwick Bill, not us. We were, I mean, we were drinking, but yeah, that shit was fucking epic, man. Right? Hell yeah. Well, hopefully we all get to return next year. Obviously everything's on hold, you know, right now. But uh, is there anything that we know of that we can look forward to from uh, from you uh, in the future? Uh, you know what? All bookings are pretty well put on hold. Uh, I I don't know. Um, fucking COVID has just shut everything down for old Madman Pondo. Unless you're ordering a pizza, you can expect me to bring it to your door. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. Well, hopefully everything gets back to you know normal, and we'll see you out there. And you know now now we all we all got to know each other tonight, so we'll definitely have you back, and we'll. We'll talk about the upcoming stuff when it happens. But right now, everybody should just head over to uh, eatsleepwrestle.com or amazon.com and pick up a copy of uh, Memoirs of a Madman and uh, check out more crazy stories from Madman Pondo and help support uh, what he's doing. Is there any other place for people can uh, keep in touch with you? Or do you have like, you sell Mad Pondo merch or anything like that? Or Yeah, if you go to Kevin Kennedy... C-A-N-A-D-Y. That's my real name. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page and go to my timeline, I'm selling the 30... Well, June 24th will be my 31st, but I'm selling the 30 anniversary Madman Pondo birthday t-shirt. It's got my 
ugly mug on it and it says june 24th 1989 june 24th 2019 um i'm all bloody it's got 30 on my cheek and blood uh, um yeah, but it would it would the the sale will be done May the third. But come on out to my Facebook page again. That's Kevin Kennedy C A N A D Y. Go to my timeline and get yourself a T-shirt. Hell, the PayPal is MadmanPondo at Hotmail dot com. That can't be that hard to remember. Right. There you go. Just send him some money and he'll know why. <laughs> That's right. MadmanPondo at Hotmail dot com. Hell yeah. Um, Diamond Charge Gaming in our chat room keeps asking about your love for mashed potatoes. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but... I hate mashed potatoes. <laughs> when I was in school, they made me eat mashed potatoes, and I puked them all up, and, and uh, yeah. I don't know who told you to ask me about that, but they must know that I hate fucking mashed potatoes. <laughs> DC, I guess he's your friend, or... Oh, yeah, Brian Alvey, DC. Diamond Charge yeah, Gaming. He's, he's been clowning all night with the... He's got jokes, and I love them. <laughs> but I can't up. see it. They, you might as well tell them I can't see a damn one of them jokes, so they're they're more or less wasting their time. I was enjoying the jokes. <laughs> I mean, some that, Brian Alvey, Terry Harper, who else has been telling them jokes? It just love to have been going back. And what forward. were they saying earlier? <laughs> they're talking about how much you're in love with Matt, uh, with. Too tough, Tony. Yeah, your love for how much you love too tough and your posters on your ceiling and yeah. <laughs> no, the play on words was I was literally like laughing on the inside. When you're sad, you're a sad man, Pondo. When you're when, <laughs> when your balls right. itch, you scratch your nad man, Pondo, or some there shit. There you like, go. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. So hell yeah, man. Shouts out to those guys for being funny in our chat, but uh Mad love to you, man. Fucking j- Juggalo Championship. Championship. All the above. All right. I changed it. <laughs> uh, legend. We appreciate you hanging out, man. Fuck um, yeah. And yeah, go buy the book. Memoirs of a Madman. Buy the book. Show show your support. And uh, officially welcome to the Replicon Radio family, man. We're, you're always uh, welcome here. You got some stuff coming up. Let us know. We'll share. We'll let the people know. And uh, hopefully, Kevin Kevin Kennedy, C A N A D Y, come buy a T-shirt. Hey guys, thanks for giving me this time and uh, had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time too. Most definitely, yeah. absolutely. Thank bro. you very much. And yeah, you're part of the Replicon family now. We can't get rid of us. All right, I'll be <laughs> expecting a T-shirt of the gathering. There you go. Hell for yeah, sure. Man, for absolutely. Sure. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon, man. Much love. Thank you, guys. Peace. All right. Later. Hey, there's that weird noise. That was awesome. I enjoyed that. Hell yeah, man. That was super dope. It it, it made it a lot easier now that he Mm -hmm. knew the people in there talking shit, so now it's pretty funny. Yeah. No, y'all had me cracking up with them. uh, I was falling out. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. Like, I thought the one dude was kind of being mean at some point, but... I was, too. The, I was, the fucking... He's a sad man, Vondo. He's a bad man, Vondo. <laughs> that shit like was the, shit was fucking cracking me up. Y'all are funny as hell, man. Uh, mad love to Madman Pondo. Go check out the book. Um, Memoirs of a Madman. EatSleepWrestle.com. You get an autographed copy. Hit him up on his Facebook page. Kevin Kennedy. Get a t-shirt. All that dopeness. Um, hell, yeah. This was our. Oh, I didn't even mention that. This is like a a, a moment in Replicon history because we've never had a wrestling our wrestler. First wrestler. So, shout out to Mad. If anyone could do it, it would be Madman. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, 
I wouldn't want any other first timer on here except for bad. Well, because like I'm, you know, what I mean, me personally, I'm not a biggest wrestling fan, but I, mean, I, I am guess a fan. It would have been a coin toss. I am a fan of. I mean, I'm a fan of Man Man Bono. I know, I know. You know, what I'm saying like you know the name. You I know, know we've you met know a little bit of we background. You know what I mean, we don't know each other, but we've met before at gatherings plenty of times. We've partied, we drink beer together, but we didn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Replicon Radio didn't exist then. I was just dude. You know what I mean? Like, or I was fucking Havoc's manager. You know what I mean? Right. We we're just like kicking it side stage. Yeah, it would have club been. chaos, fucking drinking beers and. Yeah, peanut I mean, drinks that ABK it, made. If there was definitely going to be a one timer, it had to be either him or or Too Tough Tony for sure. Hell yeah, the old Fuck schoolers. Yeah. Shout out to Jenny Red again for that dollar ninety nine. Dollar ninety nine. We appreciate that motherfucking super dollar, chat, super sticker. Fuck yeah, man. That's the shit. Um, if you're on YouTube, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna play some music over on RebelConRadio.com. Head if on. If you guys want to check it over, check it out. Head on over there. If not, just hang out, talk amongst yourselves. Keep us cracking up. Uh, <laughs> where's my thing at? Hold on. Uh, but yeah, you're going to just see a little spinny wheel um, of death. But uh, we'll be back after uh, the break. Just a few short minutes. We're going to stretch our legs and use the restroom and play some music for our uh, podcast listeners. And then we'll be back. So stay tuned. Maybe Shannon. We might. I mean, if it was definitely a first timer, that'd be one of the two. Madman or Too Tough, for sure. She is so in love with Too Tough Tony. It's unreal. He's like 90 years old. He's really 45, but. Alright, we'll be back.
said Subway, it's okay, cause now I see behind it, and I keep myself reminded, none of these robot 95 puppets that I see, are any better than me, motherfucker, they're just struggling in the world they chose, I'm waiting on the wagons, with my juggalos.
afraid they gon' kill me for this Probably put me in my grave for the lyrics I spit Been exposing the truth and all the secrets they covering If I die, it was big pharma or government Been putting too much truth in my songs They gon' stage a suicide and say I chose to move on Probably cutting my brakes so when I tour too long I'll die in the crash, say I was driving and drunk Look, the Illuminati real They tryna make you dumb, tryna numb you out with pills Tryna make you broke, tryna tell you it's a deal Processing your food so now none of it is real You eating super good, but you still be getting ill You working super hard, but you still can't pay the bills Silencing the visionaries, revising the dictionaries Now you just can't find the right words to say and express how you feel Target on my back, I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that man I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me Wouldn't be a problem if nobody ever heard of me But I'm famous, so they'll probably try erasing me with urgency Infect me with a sickness and deny me any surgery Stop me from exposing all the medicine and currency And terrorism always been controlling us so perfectly I'm telling you with certainty, they say it's for security They monitor our lives like we live in Nazi Germany They wanna microchip all the people, you don't believe it Your fingerprint unlocking your phone, oh how convenient They trick you to believe in all the angels and demons And say you'll go to hell if you ever go disappoint Jesus I got a backbone and a platform and a tap phone Never asked for it to be that known Take my passport to my dad's Use the back door to escape this place It's the Truman Show Target on my back I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that man I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me If I leave my room They're gonna kill me If I go too soon You should know Said they would kill I admit me. it, I'm afraid I'll disappear They won't issue me a ticket for a minor misdemeanor They gon' try to lock me up before the moment while I'm here Just let me take a minute to make sure you see it clear Cancer has a cure, they killed Biggie and Pop One thing I know for sure, 9-11 was an inside job They stamp dollar bills, within God we trust While a single dollar bill, the only thing we got I think they probably think they got us fooled Distort the information and curriculums at school They ain't making you a scholar, man, they're making you a fool They're making you a felon if you choose to break the rules They design a game with a million ways to lose Not a single way to win Only option you can choose is to play it with a grin Or you play it feeling blue Either way the wheel spin You won't ever make a move They gon' kill me for this Target on my back I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that man I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me If I leave my room They're gonna kill me If I go too soon You should know Said they would kill me in the house did did you leave the door open by chance i don't know the door was open no i just walked up and the door was like open a crack yo fuck they're in the house babe they're in the house i get on my back i think they're coming for my head i know i recognize that man i bet they want to see me dead they're gonna kill me if i leave my room they're gonna kill me
What up, y'all? Thank you guys for uh, hanging out, tuning in, chilling out. We're here on the uh, the after hours section. Replicon. What's up, Flip Flop? Just popped up in the YouTube. You missed the whole show, bro. You missed Madman Pondo, but that's okay because you can always go back and check out the replay. 
know what I mean? That's right. We was just jamming out. If you guys enjoyed that uh, song, man, flip flop a clown. I was telling Rue earlier, that's my dog, about the uh, an artist, man. That's Ramirez. That's that new new off of G Five Nine Records, Suicide Boys label. That's that Moo Moo. I don't know what the fuck you said. The Moo new new. Oh, but the shit's dope, man. It's so good. I really enjoy it. That came out, and you probably won't care about that one, but Scrim. That one of the guys from Suicide Boys came out with his uh, solo? first ever solo. Oh shit! Yeah, it might actually be good. I I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it as much as that Ramirez. And I said I think you'd like the Ramirez. Been chilling, flip flop. How you been doing with all this quarantine shit, man? He's freaking out. They ain't got no feet. I mean, there ain't no corn feet. He got the foot channel on. <laughs> you know, everybody got the food channel. They got the wrestling channel, the sports channel. I mean, they gotta have a foot channel. I don't think they have a foot channel. Hey, well. And if they do, it's not the same. It's real feet, right? He be watching them beach body workout videos, watching their feet in the sand. Got the Mary Jane. But yeah, anybody that's tuning in right now, you guys missed uh, Madman Pondo. We had an awesome conversation, dude. Super cool. Fuck yeah. Um, go pick up his book, man. Go follow him on Facebook. Kevin Kennedy is his real name. Hit him up. He's got t-shirts. He says he's got some memorial shirt out or coming out, right? Yeah, honestly, P and I were we were a little bit worried about which which Madman Pondo we gonna get. We gonna get the good guy. or We gonna get the Madman. I was the Madman. It would have been crazy if he was crazy. Yeah, but it was super dope. Well, well educated on him now more so than I was before. For sure. What was the site? Eat Sleep Wrestle. Yeah, Eat Sleep Wrestle. Go to EatSleepWrestle.com. You can get a copy of his book autographed. Autographed. As well as a copy of Tracy Smothers' book. So that's cool. It's, uh, his book's also on Amazon, too. It's 20 bucks to buy, or you can get it $9.99 <laughs> on the Kindle. In my shrine. Got it. Oh, he got a new song coming. Flip Flop got a new song coming, bro. He's been having a new song coming forever. No, nah, but he's working on it now. Is it sad? The last one was sad, bro. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I like it. It wasn't nothing like Feet on My Face. No, no. But Feet on My Face, like, took. 20 years to make that one took like two weeks or something well yeah because he was just learning how to rap when they come out didn't Tracy you remember the Smothers, if you don't buy this book everybody dies that's oh, the name shit. of the fucking book that's, that's a good sales pitch bro like on the real so memoirs of a madman is 19 so it's actually cheaper on the website than it is on Amazon unless you just want the digital version so you really? pay 19.99 on the website and get it signed Word to your mother. Apparently, there's only two in stock, so that should be sold out by right now. Go buy it. Hell yeah. Oh, see, that makes sense. The last song that he came out with was about his grandma passing away, bro. Don't dog it. I said it was sad. Apparently, I was right. It was sad. Because that's sad. In My Shrine, that's the name of your new song. Oh, it's like a stalker song? Uh-oh. It has to be a stalker song, right? Watching is all we it's a, the, the new song is about his, his relationships with Dominatrix. Is that what he said? Yeah, it's kind of scary. Like, you're going to be getting your, like, balls beat up in the video and shit, bro? Like, beat on my balls. Like, beat yeah, on my right. balls. Whip on my back. Oh, I just turned into a fucking three six song all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. <laughs> Squeeze on my sack, whip on my back. 
Put your foot in my face. That's a first date. <laughs> Grab on my nutsack. We just did a whole flip-flop remix right there. You're welcome, sir. I would love to talk to... Uh, if you guys have... So, for all... Uh, most of you guys know this already, but obviously I'm, I've never been a wrestling person. I'm not the biggest fan of wrestling. But I know a lot of people are, and I enjoy the conversation with Madman Pondo. Believe me, having Madman Pondo on made P do fucking homework. <laughs> but if y'all, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, you guys are into it. I would love to talk to, you know what I'm saying? If I, Shannon said talk to Too Tough Tony. They're talking about Tracy Smothers. I don't know if Tracy Smothers is doing interviews with the health condition or whatnot, but I would love to talk to both of them or uh, others. Yeah, but everyone sure. but Corp, I think. I don't I really want to talk to him. I could. He's on Facebook. I've seen him before. I don't think he's in good shape, but <laughs> but yeah. If you guys have, if you guys, uh, if Tracy Smothers is in health enough to speak, I'd love to speak. If Too Tough Tony is, uh, I don't know, I don't Tracy Smothers. I didn't know Madman Pondo's name was Kevin until two weeks ago when we booked him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how right. no, no disrespect to him, I just don't pay attention. There's so many things I honestly don't pay attention to. Even like shit, even shit I'm into, I might not know that much information about. Right. You know, I got my, I try to learn. I'm learning, especially with doing things like Daily Dino and shit like that. I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I've learned a lot of artists. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I'm, I, I know a lot of music. I know, I feel like I know more music than the common person. I feel and I've that learned way too. so much. Because I talk to these cats at work, and I'm like, oh, check this dude out. Check this out. Check that out. And they're yeah. like, oh, well, check so-and-so's new song out. I'm like, yeah, I already heard of them, but check these motherfuckers out because you don't know who the hell they are. Yeah. But I've learned so much. Like, but doing Daily Dino and like having people like Heather send stuff in and people in the past send shit in or just discovering it on my own, I'm like... <laughs> She's fucking I'm like, dude, I've never bro. heard any of this stuff, and a lot of it's real dope. Shannon likes to hurry up with that too tough. Thanks. Right. Hit him up. Is, but, his, uh, is his real name too tough? No, it's uh I had it pulled up earlier. Um I had uh this dude at work, so Creatures Jelly Rolls Creature came on the song on the radio, right? Or on uh-huh. my playlist. And I told old boy I, I said, Hey Bass, come over here and listen to this real quick. He come over and he's like, Who is that? And I told him, I said, oh, man, it's Jelly Roll. He's like, I never heard of Jelly Roll. I'm like, no, you need to check him out, dude. Because I said, this song here, dude, is just fucking crazy with, like, it'll get you in your feels, man. It's it's a crazy fucking song. And so he went home that night, looked it up, listened to it, and he texted me as soon as he got done here. And he's like, bro, I am so far into this fucking song. Like, that is the shit. And I'm like, all right, dude, now check out more shit by him. And he's like, well, I listen to a lot of Tim McDonald or Tom McDonald. And I'm like, yeah, Tom McDonald's old news, but Tom McDonald has some good shit out, dude. Don't get me wrong. But stay tuned with Jelly Rolls. Look up more shit. You're already a fan of Tom McDonald. And so after I texted him back, we got to work today. And he's like, Holy fuck, dude! Jelly rolls, fuck it. That, that's my new shit right there. And he said he he said he downloaded a bunch of uh, a bunch of his stuff. And uh, you still trying to find two tough? No, I found him real quick. Apparently, the- Anthony, bro, I can't even fucking shit pop. Borcharding? I was gonna, I was gonna say I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of it. Borcharding? Borcharding? Yep, sure. Yeah, Tony. Anthony, sir. It says Tony to me on Facebook. 
It's uh, Anthony right here on the Wikipedia. Oh, I was looking. <laughs> Apparently, we already know each other. Yeah. I was born six years after him. Fuck old so ass motherfuckers. But uh. Well, that'll yeah. Be the shit, that'll be the shit getting him on. Over see, I that's see those are the moments like what you just said. I want I want that to happen to me with somebody else, right? I want someone to be like, here, check this out. I go home and I discover my. You know, what I mean, obviously, I'm not discovering it. Sh- Shannon, Shannon, we're not talking about hitting him up like that. We, you, you contact him and let him know that Rebelcon Radio would like to do yeah, an interview I'm with already, him. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already all over. We're, yeah, we're getting um, But yeah, I want that but to yeah, happen for to me. somebody to come Here, tell you Here, go check about. this out. I never heard of it before, and I go home, I'm like, oh my God, it's Jelly Roll. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love every song. Like, something I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm... There's been a few. I've There's been a couple, man, that I've been introduced to, and I'm like, dope stuff, super dope. I mean, I do... I, I actually had this gal at work. She's a QC person, and she told me to look up this, this chick singer. It's not for me. It was like uh, opera singing, mm. and I don't, I don't really do that. I mean, but the gal had amazing voice. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna take it away from her, but it's just not in my wheelhouse. Oh, that's why I wanted to ask you that. Why I'm talking about wheelhouses? This is this question here is in my wheelhouse, but I'm gonna ask you, even though you don't pay attention to any sports. But you should know, with with your work history and going to different stadiums and whatnot, uh-huh. if you could watch one last baseball game in any stadium, what stadium would you want to go see? Um, well, I've never, I haven't been to all of them. So you don't know the different ballparks. Oh, so but I mean, if I had game. to like, if I just had to randomly guess like what the number one answer would be, it'd probably be Wrigley. Well, that yeah. I mean, well, it's not really. It's I mean, it's really yours. Your it's your answer. But I'm not a big. They did do a. It was like a survey and uh, Wrigley. Wrigley Field was one of them. Yankee Stadium. Yankee Yankee Stadium was number one, and then was Wrigley Field and then Fenway. Which my top two. I got three ballparks that I'd like to go see, but my top two. I I drove around Wrigley Field, never been in. I would love to. I would love to see a game in Wrigley Field. I'd love to go see a game in I've Fenway. I've been inside Wrigley before. I don't even fuck with baseball. You've been inside Wrigley. Mm-hmm. So that would be the shit. Yeah, I saw a couple games there. And and when I was uh, a kid. what the fuck's the name of it now? So what? Fenway, Wrigley Field, Fenway, and then uh, the old the old Candlestick Park, whatever it's called now. I think that would be badass to go see. I thought you were gonna say like a game. I was saying if you had to go see one last game. Like, a, or like, like what a teams, game or something? Like what teams would you want to see? I don't care that much. So. No, I know you don't. You'd have to ask me about a concert or something. I, I, could get, I could give a shit about a baseball game. But if I had to ever go back, I could answer that. If I ever had to go at one time in history for a baseball, like to see, well, actually, I'd have two answers. What? My personal? I already know one. Well, to say my personal experience would be, was it 2011 World Series with the, uh, the fuck is his name? Freeze, yeah, that game. Watch him fucking just she murder the. Fuck I've never been so. I've never been excited about a baseball game like that. I was like, whoa, oh, like, oh shit. You know, Tanya, the girl that we went to school with that used to live over here by me. Uh-huh. That, her cousin, that, that, well, it's her cousin. Oh, was yeah. her cousin? She Tanya passed away, Freeze. but that makes sense. 
Yeah, that's, didn't that's, know that. That's her. Yeah, that was her cousin. Because it's the same name. I was talking to her when yeah, all that, that shit was, was epic. Going. Yeah, that was a crazy fucking. So, game. like my personal baseball experience, I'd go back to that and watch it. But it was just baseball in general. I'd go back to like the old Yankees, like Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that. I, yeah, I would. That'd be some shit to see. That would blow my fucking mind. That'd be some shit to see. That would blow my fucking mind, bro, to see a fucking game back there. Because right. shit, like Shoeless Joe well, Jackson to see it now. Shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to, like to actually go, like, somehow go back. Yeah. Because if you were seeing it then, you wouldn't know. No, not at all. Yeah, you wouldn't even think twice. You would, just like we do now about baseball. Mm-hmm. but Or everything. But 50 years down the road or so, when we're fucking 90 or dead. Well, you know, like, people nowadays, like McGuire, Sosa, that shit was huge. Yeah, and people like, remember. Like nowadays, it's a bigger deal, I think, than it was when it happened. Yeah, see, and I don't. I think they should have wrote because a lot of controversy books. came from it too. Oh well, yeah, and but I even think, in the moment, it it was big, but then it was like even bigger after the fact. Like they should have started a new record book when they started changing the equipment because them bats are better now than what they had back in the when uh, fucking Hank Aaron had the record. Yeah. The bats are different. The balls are different. The steroids were different. The steroids are different. I mean. <laughs> Drugs are bad. I mean, there's a lot that goes in with record books and saying, oh, well, this guy was the fucking greatest. Like, I'll tell you right now, Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady is the best quarterback of his time and the times that he played. He is number one fucking quarterback. I don't care who you are. You can call him a fucking cheater, whatever, but that dude is phenomenal. I was just going to call him Tom. I mean that dude. That dude. He he still had to ha- have the skills to go out there and do what the fuck they did. I don't care what the about fuck the did they do. I don't. I'm just kidding. I mean fucking six championships under whoop, whoop. fucking Brady. Whoop 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 whoop. I mean I, I I put Dan Marino one of the best quarterbacks for his time. Just he, he had a team. Never even won a fucking Super Bowl. Hey, before I forget, let me put this up here real quick. Hey, next week on the show, man, Monday. We're off. May 25th. Memorial Day. No, I'm fucking with you. We're going to be right here <laughs> hanging out with you guys, celebrating memorials, and uh, hanging out with super dope underground artist, Mr. King Torch. I have no idea who that is. It's King. You're going to learn. But apparently. if you, you know what happens if you tune in next Monday? You got to learn. From 6 to 10 p.m. Central. Like had to, you had to take a breathing moment for that, right From here. Six to ten <laughs> p.m. Central. PM We're Central. gonna be live right here on RebelCountRadio.com as well as we're gonna have our candies and our panties. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Why isn't that working? Yeah, I mean, that would be super dope to go watch Babe Ruth fucking play a game with a cigar hanging out of his fucking mouth while he's throwing a fucking while he's pitching. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I mean, who the fuck does that? Hell, half, diff- he's half drunk out there on the fucking mound. Different world, huh? Oh, I'm telling you, man. That was back when we, you could smoke on airplanes. That was, that was before airplanes. Yeah, I don't know. You could smoke in the stadium. You just in the stands. You smoke anywhere. You smoke in the hospitals. Imagine that. Yeah, fuck. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, doctor was fucking sitting there smoking in the goddamn uh, room. Huh? In the hospital room. The doctor? Fuck yeah. No, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The doctor? Yeah. 
You don't think doctors smoke? In, not in the room, no. They did back then. Like telling you what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, sir, I'm sorry. You. Uh... I mean, I was a kid when I broke my arm when I was seven years old back in 87. From smoking? No. And he was like, like no. Well? No, the doctor literally was smoking in the fucking all, in the in the room with me. I feel like I don't remember that. Yeah, no, I, I remember that shit clearly. I remember they have little ashtrays on airplanes. You used to be able to smoke on the airplane. Man, I'm old as fuck. I'm mad. I'm like fucking Too Tough Tony and Madman Pondo old. Tony's hating. Get out of here, hater. <laughs> Where's he at? In our chat room? Mm-hmm. Hating. Someone messaged me about something super dope when you have time. What? I don't what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Jelly Roll's dope. Is that what you're referring to? You should check out. You should check out Don O'Reilly. <laughs> he is being fucking clowning on you, dog. Sorry. <coughs> what are we gonna What are we gonna message you? Super dope. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming about because we're talking about artists and stuff. So she had the same thought that I did. Like I don't, I don't know who that guy is. No, we're talking about like, people sending people dope artists. Dope, 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 dopey dope. This motherfucking thing. <laughs> I know, right, Tony? What the fuck, man? For those of you don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> he ain't wrong, but he's still a dick. <laughs> oh, you ain't wrong at all. That's <laughs> I tell you, when you ain't wrong, you ain't wrong. <laughs> that shit was fucking funny. You made it sound like you busted your ass off. That shit don't matter. Shot. Well, but hey. We gotta learn. But hey, just so everybody knows, man, we appreciate you guys hanging out and listening to Replicon Radio. And we appreciate everybody that goes back and listens to our all of our old episodes because every interview we do is dope as fuck. Every artist we have on the show is dope as fuck. Every actor, director, wrestler, comic book writer, special effects extraordinaires. Horror and pop culture icons are all dope. Freaky P food reviews. Freaky P food reviews. Those are dope. And too. yes, we are ridiculous. You just go sign up for our Patreon and get that extra episode that we do once a month for you. Absolutely. And you and you'll find out how ridiculous we really are. And then you get part of our Discord. You get in our Discord. And you get twenty four seven with us. It's true. For for two bucks a month. As low as and there's other tiers as well, like t-shirt tiers where you get an extra, you get a t-shirt once a month. There's a hoodie tier, you get a hoodie. Patreon is the place to be. Just go to Patreon.com/slash/replicanradio. <laughs> we just made a jingle. We did. We should fucking like record that shit. Fuck and run that as a commercial. Replicon Patreon. Doopa 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 do. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. But yeah, we got all kinds of fresh shit. Yes. The freshness keeps shout out to all the Patreon members as well, by the way. We you still able to get booty shorts? Yes. She's waiting for them still. Oh yeah. Yeah, you said you said. I you was were gonna sending. do that. I was gonna do that. You're correct. He'll send them for you for a for a thirty for thirty dollars. 
We don't even charge that much. We're going to charge her more than we charge for them, Dan. Well, that's with shipping. Um, Yeah, that's really... That's probably still costs us money with shipping. Everything fucking costs us money. Hey, we have merch available. <laughs> go guys, buy it so we can spend just more Just go to ReplicaRadio.com, man, if you're not a Patreon member, or even if you are. Um, go to our website, and you just click... Right there, there's a there's a I'm sure the Rue gang shirt is down. No, it's a, the, oh, it's, did you fuck it up one, again? Yeah, well, that one I fucked up the second time. I don't know if you fixed it or not. Um, wow, what did the fuck that is open? I'm gonna go fuck it up again. I should probably just remake the motherfucker and then put it up. So everyone that is a Patreon, I guess we'll talk about this on the Patreon show. But this just popped up on the thing. We will talk about that on the Patreon. Show. No, I'm saying this. The Patreon just did like a apparently. Select uh, members in the U.S. and 17 other countries will be required by law to start charging sales tax on Patreon beginning oh. July 1st. Yay. So now they want more fucking money because they're assholes. Huh? Not only do they rape from us, now they're trying to take from you. Sales tax. Yeah. Well, unmute your fucking goddamn computer, Hymero. Why did my fuck... Ugh. I didn't have any issues all night, and then I went to this, and my whole thing froze. Everything's frozen now. Um, But yeah, go buy merch, yo. We have merch. Buy it. Helps us out. We may or may not have something special coming up for you guys. Yeah. In the next month. Hopefully less than that. I mean, hopefully we got to put it together though. I mean, it's definitely less than that. Um, but I do. Uh, he's giving a, y'all secrets. He's already telling you y'all are getting something. We Soon. are. Uh, yeah. Something Sooner cool. than later, y'all are getting something for everyone, not just Patreons. Yeah. For but everyone. speaking of merch, before I go off the subject, yes. I want to get these hats. I want to do these hats soon. Man, fuck We've your been hat. talking about hats. People want hats. But we gotta do it. We can't like they're so. We gotta do a pre-order. We gotta do a pre-order. We have to sell. Like I want you guys to start saving up your your monies. There'll be like thirty bucks plus however much it costs to ship a fucking hat, which I gotta figure out. Um. No, we don't have rights to do any of that. Cameo on that fest. We can't do that. We can do cameo. Oh what? No, we can't do that. Cameo on that fest. We can't do that. We can't. Oh, I thought you about Cameo where you do the, the website, where you do uh, drops and stuff. No. We could do that. Dana, thank you. Um, I've been telling this motherfucker we need Replicon koozies forever. For like literally, for real, two and a half years. We tried to get, we actually ordered them once and the motherfuckers <laughs> forgot about us. We didn't. Because P didn't fail. Because they said, oh, wait, your order's too small. You got to order more. They were like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, we can't do nothing in that fest. That'd be cool, though. I don't know about cameo. There's licenses and shit, man. Um, Montana, I said he'd get a hat. But yeah, we get, we're get, that's the plan, hopefully, is yeah, we, we'll sell, have to have them up for we have to sell at least 20 of them to even purchase them. Yeah. So we got we have to do a pre-order on that. 
Look at that. Y'all getting some Patreon shit right here. But yeah. Well, I want people to save their money. So y'all save their money so you can pre-order them. So hopefully we can sell 20, like, quick. Holy fuck. Wait a minute, dog. Flip-flop's a fucking genius. Are you motherfuckers on fans only, too? You know what we should be. (laughs) No, but we should be. Fuck yeah. We should be. I mean, only fans. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna get any naked nudes and pictures of us, but you might get freaky pee in a swimsuit in his in his, in his uh, uh, board shorts. Yeah, we ta- we talked about that last week because uh, in them board shorts that we also sell. We should do a Replicon Radio uh, calendars. What dude, we should that'd be fun, right? Well, I thought I said I mentioned that once before. Remember when I made the? Uh, we were still in the basement. And I made the uh, poster. What the hell's lame? Us by uh, us go being on fans only and no nudes. No, I think the no nudes part is probably the, the lame from Shannon. Probably, yeah. Nudes or get the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, well, well, that's why we're not in. I mean, if you want to see some fat people hanging with their nutsacks out, then head on over to Chatterbait.com. I mean, you might you might see me on there. There you go. Ruse on, Ruse on TikTok, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> no. It's basically the same thing, right? All right, so we got at least two hats sold. Sweet. He almost paid he almost paid thirty five dollars for a bootleg replicon hat. No, it ain't bootleg, bro. Oh, you can bro. be like big Ruse. No, he was yeah. Unless you're gonna go get like a real boot bootleg. Um, here I'll give you permission to go to fucking Lids and go get a hat made with Replicon Radio on. Yeah, and if it's a dope, I'll give you permission to buy me one. <laughs> uh, that wasn't even P that said any of that. Shout out to P said I was on TikTok though. Shout out to Maps. Shout out to Hamerl. Shout out to Joe Wiggle. Shout out to Joe Kaufman. Shout out to Jenny Red. Shout out to Jason Farmer. Shout out to Jason Moore. Shout out to Heather Wee. Shout out to Dana Yoder. Shout out to Artificial Flavor. Shout out to Alexandria. See, what he just did was shout it out to everybody on our Patreon. So if you want a shout out, you just go ahead and sign up for that Patreon and you get your name shouted out on the show. Patreon.com slash Replicon Radio. If you're broke, it's two bucks a month and it helps us out a lot. If you're kind of broke, but you're still cool, five bucks a month helps us out even more and you get access to the Discord. Yeah. If you're still kind of broke, but you have to work clothes oh, because we is. live in America, sorry, thirty yeah. bucks a month, you get all that shit plus a t-shirt shipped. Yeah, so my bad with that two dollars, you don't get the Discord, but you get that extra episode a month that we do. Yes, so you will get that for five bucks. Not only do you get the extra episode a month, but you also get part of our Discord, which everybody, all our Patreons are in, and there's access to us twenty four seven. I don't know how I'm going to end the show. My whole computer's froze. When I'm sleeping, you won't hear from me. When I'm awake, you don't hear from me. You'll see me pop in every once in a while. P's in there all the time. That body man, he... Fuck, you, good luck finding him. When you find that rock he's under, you let me know. I'm going to go under there with me. I, I, had, I had to pull the chat up on my phone because the computer froze. Cameo on Netflix. That'd be dope. Tell him you want us on there, bro. Yeah. Tell uh, Astronomicon folks you'd like to see Robocon Radio on there. That'd be dope. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Heather is correct. If we forget to do an extra episode, you will get a super show for right? sure. What did we do? Like fucking it Jesus, was, six, it was, seven hours? Yeah, it was like a six-hour fucking show. 
Every you're right. Everyone has two buttons. See, that's the that was the goal. To be honest, the Patreon is super dope, and I love it, and I'm glad we did it. But the original idea, besides the merch, like I, I like the merch here, and it forces me to like try to come up with new shit, and it's dope for the people because they get merch. But the the general idea was there's fucking, you know, maybe we get these numbers in, and there's fucking six digits people listen to our show, but we're broke out of our fucking minds, and we can't afford to fucking get cameras and cool shit and blah 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 yada 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 first world problems but I'm like bro if we can even get fucking a portion of these people to give us two bucks they ain't shit and it would fucking help us grow exponentially quickly you really want to see our fat asses in a fucking that's what I, I that's literally I literally had the same idea like two years ago when I was trying to get them to do that like just like that, the sexy firefighter. It'd be fucking hilarious. Bro, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna see my titties, bro. Rue won't take a shirt off. We, somebody said do a fucking wet t-shirt contest. It'd be funny. Yeah. It's not. You don't have to. I mean, someone might and, actually think it's sexy, but and you a dead body man, and I'll be the fucking host of it. it man. Well, I'm saying like for and the I'll calendar, the it'd boy. be like my uh, my Merry Christmas bitches photo. It's fucking hilarious. So good. That could be in. <laughs> for, well, you're not the one buying it. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be funny as hell. I think it's funny. I think it's funny because yeah. it's so ridiculous. Because we're all literally just fucking fat fucks. You just want to be Tony and I with our shirts funny. off. I'm going to buy fucking three copies and have you sign them. And I will, I'm, I'm going to sign not. my own copy as well. Not, I will not sign it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sign yours. The only thing that, the only thing that sucks about it in my... This is just my opinion. The only thing that sucks about calendars to me, if you were to make one, like it has to be... Like now is a bad time. It's May. Who the fuck... I mean, we can run it from like June to June to May, or we can run it from August to May to uh, July. You can run calendars like that. You can, but that's that's what that's what the one radio show I listened to. They they had to do a calendar, and that's what they did. There was a May May to April. <laughs> yes, that's brew. That's, I, I I'm assuming you're describing Rue, right? Who? He wants to be the creepy old guy that watches the two young bucks getting soaked down in some wet t-shirts. I mean, I, I'm the one that I'm the water boy. I'm the one throwing the fucking water on y'all. I mean, he doesn't want to watch. He wants to participate, motherfucker. Come in the bathroom. Ain't nobody. No, Come on in the bathroom. Ain't nobody going in no bathroom. With Come you, on you in the bathroom, little boy. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> y'all go in the bathroom together. I ain't going no bathroom. My whole motherfucking. There you know. go, doing eighteen month calendar. We'll just sell that shit for like forty bucks. But that no. is an idea. That's not an idea at all, Heather. No way, fucking way. I'll say, I say no to that. No. That, <laughs> I'll no. say no to that. That is that, funny nope. firefighter and shit like that. That's funny. Sexy ladies lingerie. No, fuck no. Hell no. I mean, honestly, yeah. If we do do a calendar, you will see Big Rue in a firefighter outfit. Yeah, you can just fucking borrow one from your pops. <laughs> yes, he has. It, yeah. Fuck yeah. I can definitely do. Maybe that. we'll do it. Maybe that. We'll have to wait. We talked about doing that when we did, a, we did a fucking photo shoot with Will FM pre-quarantine. We talked about doing that, I think. Yeah. This motherfucker got jokes all of a sudden. Hey, why don't you just stay at home and call us every fucking week? <laughs> we'll do it. I think it'll be funny. We'll do it eventually. If y'all are going to buy them, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, if we, if we do it. Nobody I, buys a t-shirt, but y'all are going to buy us without t-shirts? Fuck it. I will have bunkers on the fucking helmet. I don't even on. know what that is. So 
bunkers or the fucking firefighters fucking with the, those are the shoes with, no oh, the, the overall the pants yeah the overall shit yeah. and I'll have the jacket on you won't see me you won't see me topless you won't see his nipples but you'll see his belly Oh, boo belly. Rue said you can do that. Fucking fuck P. He's trying to get me roped into some bullshit right now. So you can do whatever you want, dead body man. You're good. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? Take oh, another. Oh, he's going to wear lingerie? Nope. Take another month off and just do phone in. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. He said, show's over. Fuck you. But yeah, I mean, we got, we got a trillion ideas we'd like to do. Join our Patreon as low as $2 a month. And I'm pretty sure I could be talk, talked into most of them. Just, well, he just man, Everybody wants you to take your shirt off and you won't do it. Why? I don't know. I don't know why they want that. I'm not them. I don't want that. Maybe but they that's wanna, what they want, I'm maybe they want to see you want. with your shirt off, Pete. I'm sure they've seen that. There's pictures. Or they want to see Dead Body Man with his shirt that off. That could be. Dead Body Man's got some sweet moves. <laughs> he, got, he, he got like women moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like floppy. I uh, I honestly, we get, we get, we get, I guess we we got to end the show, and I don't know how. We're just gonna have to shut the computer off and help everything uh, stops because my computer's frozen. So it's gonna be like some sort of weird abrupt ending. Just a heads up. and Dales. Except <laughs> they're plumbers. <laughs> Oh, plumbers would be dope. I'll fucking rep some Mario that shit. Would, she said that would go perfect with, with Andrew's idea for his company, <laughs> Chubbendales. Chubbendales. <laughs> Just dress up and take pictures. I don't care where you put them. <laughs> what the fuck? Jenny says we need lanyards. We almost bought those when we bought the hat pins. Yeah, we almost did. And then we're like, who the fuck wants lanyards? Like, they're dope, but they're actually kind of like, well, we're They're not, a little pricey, We're too. not a, like, the, here's the, the biggest issue is we're not big. Like, we're not, we're not, you know what I mean? We're not. Speak for yourself. I mean, like, we're not a huge company. People think, a lot of people think we're like a big company, like, or just, even we're as big as like a Magic Ninja or something. Yeah, just because we're big people don't mean we're big companies. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not a huge company, but they're big enough. You know what I mean? They're selling fucking 100,000 records and shit. They're making money. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. We're not making that money. So, like, little things, like, even fucking, like, flyers are expensive to us because we have to pay. You know what I'm saying? We're paying fucking 100-something dollars for 5,000 flyers to try to promote the show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of money. That's money. That's You know what I mean? That we have to pay because nobody's paying us. So it's hard. Like, even little things like something like lanyards you can get. If you buy them fucking 10000 at a time, they're fairly cheap. They're less than a dollar probably. Yeah. But we're not fucking going to sell 10,000 lanyards. We might sell 50. Three. <laughs> yeah, if we're three. lucky, three. Fuck three. yeah. So well, we'll probably, well, we, yeah, we'll sell three for sure because we buy them and I'm pretty sure <laughs> we'll all, buy all, one. all three of us will get one. It's just hard. Like that's the only thing. Like I would love to have every fucking piece of merchandise with a fucking dino on it. But oh, absolutely, it's hard to do. We have to pick and choose. And but t-shirts are the easiest thing, especially on our Teespring. Like that's the best. That's the best thing. And you know, if anybody wants a t-shirt, man, and you see something, you you know, you want something you don't see, let us know. Or we'll do it. I love that you guys want stuff. We just yeah, for it's sure. It's hard to get. Flip Hop said, "Fat dudes with them nutsacks out." Sounds like a great <laughs> rap rapper. Oh fuck! Can I get on your show when my new music video starts to drop, yo? 
Yeah, flip flop, flip Hell yeah, you can. Flip flop. We told you you can you always, always come on, bro. You always have a spot on the show, bro. Your family, your creepy uncle family, but you're still family. Uh, yeah, and that shows us how much you guys appreciate us by wanting more shit. Someday, and hopefully we'll find once a the, way hopefully to get once it to the you. world returns, we can do fucking live concerts again because we sell people actually buy shit at those. Nobody yeah, buys their stuff how, online. Once they see how dope it is in person. But that's quality. even harder to do because then we have to actually have it, so we have to pay for it in advance and right. yada yada yada. She says, "Shut up and take my money." We'll do it. We'll do that. That I think I feel like we can do that. that fairly. That's see, I wanted to do like I said, I wanted to do it a while ago because I feel like it's fairly inexpensive as long as you know. What I feel like the cheapest thing we could even fucking buy would be like thongs. It's the less that's the least amount of material, right? That's what you want to wear in your calendar shoot. I mean, no, but I'll sell them. <laughs> Shit. No. I mean, I might wear a banana. Am I? Y'all, you don't know. There you go. He won't take what his a, shirt off, but we'll. we'll, we'll, we'll no, I'll, have a, I'll have a shirt on, though. Don't worry. <laughs> he'll keep his shirt on, but he'll be wearing a thong. So there you go. You got Harry Fat Ass. Harry Fat Ass. Remember the old song? I'll have, I'll have a banana hammock on with a fucking wife beater on. There you go. Rue got a Harry Fat Ass. Remember that shit? That was the jam. I don't I, remember that place. Huh? I don't remember that place. Well, I didn't actually remember the place. I asked you if you remember the song. Why Nero? Oh, you guys want to travel? That's why. All right. I mean, we can make a two. We, I mean, we can make that happen. I would like to travel. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get some money on my account so I can travel. That means I gotta work. And these motherfuckers are talking about. Since we've been busy and you guys have been busting your ass off and working for the last two months during all this quarantine, we're going to give you the week of the 4th of July off. But you have to use vacation time, personal time, or safety point days to be paid for it. No, if you're closing down, motherfucker, I ain't using shit and I should still get paid for it because I have no problem coming into work. So I got to work. But I would definitely love to be going to the gathering this year. I'd be love to be going to Attack of the Ninjas this year. I'd love to go but to... But none of it exists, so you should save all that money you would have spent. You should still have. I would love to go to Louder Than Life this year. I would love to... Oh, I'm so excited for all that stuff, too. I'd love to go to Twistmas this year. I, would, I mean, so many things. I would have loved to go back up to uh, Indiana, Indiana to Carl's for Nasty Bash. We had a lot of shit planned. Yeah. Now we don't know how much we're actually going to get to do. All we know is the gathering's canceled. Well, Twistmas might still be all right. It'd be cool. But we got to see. And I'm able to go this year because it should be different. The week, the weekend of my Christmas party at work and the and that and the uh, Twistmas should be different. Should they? Yeah. Because it's usually the week of your birthday, which is the first week. Yeah. My company party is on the second week. So watch him, watch him be like, oh, fuck, we can't do it the first week, so we're going to do it the second week. And I won't be able to go again. I'll be hot. I hope it happens. I'm I, I better to. be super busy if it's like the first concert of the year. I'm going to Jamaica in November. Supposed to be, I might be going to Vegas. I don't know yet in October. Sweet. Well, I can't stop anything, and it looks like we're out of time, so. I mean, like, ten minutes out of time. Yeah. But that's all right. Ten minutes ain't bad. It ain't 30. You can't stop the YouTubes? 
I can't stop anything. No, well, you suck. You should um, decide to freeze up. You should try refreshing. You if I refresh, <laughs> everything will turn off. That's the thing. Well, there you, well, fuck, there you have it. Well, I can't even do that. Like, I'm literally so... So that's why I want to say bye before I try to restart it because it's gonna everything's gonna shut off. So, oh, I said refresh. I can't refresh. I have to restart. Oh, okay. So Nothing I'm... works. Like I can't move. She fest in October. Yeah, we might. We might. We. If might. it happens, tell tell your girl to book us. Yeah, that'd be cool. If it happens, I know we were talking about that actually. I think. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember what was said about it, but I feel like we talked about it. Her and I. Yeah, dead body man. We can stop everything, but it doesn't save and upload. That's the question. We might lose this episode. No. If we do, I'll be pissed. See what happens when we have the first time wrestler on the fucking show. We can't even get it back up. I'll be hot. There's gotta be. All right. We'll say goodbyes and then we'll figure it out. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget, next week, we have... What's the guy's name? I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, y'all. YouTube, we love you. Uh, Flip-flop a clown here to shit. I'll tell them who we had on the show next. King we, Torch. King Torch. We have King Torch on the show next week. He's, he just drops... Or he's getting ready to drop some new shit with uh, Nasty Inc., Loki, a bunch of other people. Huge, huge shit. Yes. Well, so we're going to learn. For that. Um, Everybody have a good week. And we'll see you in a week. Hopefully we all make it back. We'll be back. We'll be here. As long as we're alive. I got everything working now. All of a sudden. Oh, so, fuck yeah. Boom. We love all right, y'all. YouTube, Thanks we're out of here. In. Much love. Peace. Yeah, peace out, YouTube. Boom. You're done. See you later. Now for everybody over here at the Spreaker at the website, rebelcowradio.com. We all love you. Miss you. See you next week. Tune in for more fuckery. Gotta work. Because that's all we do around here. Hell yeah. Hit us up. Because we ridiculous. Join our Patreon and uh, hang out with us, man. That way you, you can be part of the crew every day. That's right. Uh, Dead Body Man won't talk to you because he's too too cool, but uh, I will all the time. Man, and we will he, occasionally pop in. Yeah, you'll see me with my binoculars peeping around the bush. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Checking on everything, make sure everybody's all right and straight. We try to not be too cool for you. We love you. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Thanks for hanging out. Much love. Peace out, y'all. Make love sure you y'all. subscribe to YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Replicon Radio. Instagram and Twitter at Replicon underscore radio. That's right. Replicon is watching. You can find us everywhere. Bye.